my name is Ariel Misi. Um, I am up and coming with my motivational speaking and everything as well. Uh, definitely getting into the community, helping to inspire, to create, to keep people on their toes and you know, just working towards their goals. No matter what their outside may seem like, they can always evolve their mindset. You can always shift the paradigm that you're in so that you can be living the life that you want despite how your life has been or it's had to be or how you've thought it's had to be. Yo, what's up? This is Boho Hobo, and we welcome you all back to Bindalism, a philosophy to a self-sufficient lifestyle. The purpose of Bindalism is to unlock authentic perspective as we create a community of like-minded individuals who are living a self-sufficient lifestyle. A self-sufficient lifestyle is one in which a human being is activating their self-awareness to curate an authentic life that keeps them sustained mentally, emotionally, and physically in their adventure towards self-fulfillment. Boho Hobo's mission is to support a community that fosters this culture. We will be interviewing a diverse group of people including artists, creatives, entrepreneurs, and independent thinkers to make this happen. Please join us in this journey as we explore the world and broaden our horizons with discoveries of new perspective. Thank you to everyone who is taking the time to stop by on your journey to give us a listen. We hope you enjoy, and as always, explore endlessly. All right, we're rolling. Wow. Wow. We're oh, here. Look at that. We're here. I was like, we're here. We're here. Yeah. We're here at the Gear Factory, folks. <laughs> Episode Damn. 51. You, 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 you missed 50 by you know, I, I, a couple I saw, weeks. I saw you just posted on Instagram, yeah. though. Or, yeah, Instagram was on there. I just saw that. Congratulations. Yeah, Montreal. Yeah. Shout is, out to... I didn't watch the video yet, but I literally on the way over here, I saw that you guys posted it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he just like, posted it. I was going to say, yeah. 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 he just saw it on the way over Because I was like here. listening to like the first like couple minutes on when I drove back. Yeah, yeah. crazy. That's so exciting. It's so funny to see like everybody's like doing everything that they said they were gonna do in those videos. Yeah, oh true, yeah. yeah. We should talk yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, no, we definitely should. I mean even Iris I saw she started she figured out something with her stuff. That was cool. Yeah, um, so what what we're mentioning right now, we we're in a like entrepreneur group prior to COVID, like literally right up to COVID starting. Yeah. Yep. How many weeks did we even get through? Like three or four? four? I think we did four. God, I think we did. It's a goddamn shame. Yeah, I know. We had some really good things planned. We really did. Because now like... Everybody did it though. <laughs> yeah, true. It was, it was, the group we don't was, need all of us motivating yeah. each other. We just do it. Yeah, Self-motivated. Sure. The group was run by Olivia Luciani, who has been on the show. Um, and now she's like out in Buffalo. Yeah, she's so, out there. Or, well, what is it? She went go to Niagara Falls area. Um, she's around there. I don't know where exactly like she went, but she's around there. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So much has changed. It has. It has. That was a that was a big move for her too. Yeah. She was back and forth on that one for a while, but I'm glad she did it. She seems so happy. Yeah, it's gonna be cool to see like what everyone does in the next like right. 
I guess a year to that point. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, if you want, why don't you tell everyone who you are? We didn't even introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my name is Ariel Musi. Um, I am up and coming with my motivational speaking and everything as well. Uh, definitely getting into the community, helping to inspire, to create, to keep people on their toes, and you know, just working towards their goals, no matter what their outside may seem like they can always evolve their mindset you can always shift the paradigm that you're in so that you can be living the life that you want despite how your life has been or it's had to be or how you've thought it's had to be i guess so, yeah. and you just uh, released a new book yes i did uh, ascension by paradigm shift mm-hmm. yep um i'd actually um, it's like a user-friendly book. It's not really long. I did that f- so that people can kind of come to their own understanding rather than saying, like, you need to think like this or this is how it should be or needs to be. It just kind of help explain your emotions on one side and to see the extension to the other side. So um, that kind of comes with the polarity of how life works and how you can really carry from one side in one place and see it all the way through. So essentially kind of seeing why things have to be a certain way so you can appreciate the other side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it was a really interesting time. Kind of uh, reminds me of like CBT, which is like a counseling mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah. Where it's like you have your thoughts, emotions, and behavior, uh-huh. and you try to like align those three different things. Absolutely. Exactly. That's really what it's all about. And um, I also teach yoga and stuff, and that's on a whole. That's on like the physical side of what you're learning mentally. Because when I first started doing yoga, I can see like a tremendous just evolution in my own mental state and where I used to be, and just how far I've come, like on a physical standpoint, from the different moves I can do and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like my mind has also done that same thing you've like like, unlocked yeah (laughs) yeah people don't think they can do exactly and that's exactly what it is like the forearm stands that i can do now like i remember when i could barely get into a headstand and i'm like wow like i don't even that when i do it i'm like i just don't Mm. i don't know like i can't believe i'm doing this right now (laughs) and the cool thing with yoga is that you get to see the physical form of it so like with meditation it's all internal absolutely so it's hard to kind of track your progress right but with yoga you can like videotape yourself absolutely. a month later and be like, wow, I can stretch this much further. Right, absolutely. You know? No, definitely. There's actually some uh, big time yoga people I follow and they do that. They'll meditate their poses and they'll think of different shapes. And then that's how they do like those crazy, I don't know if you've seen, <laughs> like there's some crazy yeah. stuff yeah. that people do, like extortion and everything. Like that's how they say they learn the meditation. Mm-hmm. I say it's a big part of their practice before they even do their classes for the day and everything so it's nuts nuts it's crazy i was i was actually talking about this last night with a friend um just about like limiting beliefs and stuff and just like talking to someone who doesn't didn't understand what that meant Uh and then seeing that breakthrough for a second of just like wait seriously (laughs) yeah yeah, like you're you're convincing yourself of things that are not true (laughs) and he's like holy shit you're probably up to that yeah that's true and like we meet people on uh our through our podcast and like networking and stuff and like people talk about their experience with like self-awareness and how they're like wow i didn't even realize that was a thing (laughs) it's like holy shit and it's just like the western thought 
of like this capitalistic model where it's like totally different than like the Eastern spirituality, which is all about like sense of self. Absolutely. And yeah. it's like the materialistic mindset doesn't allow us to like look inward. Absolutely. Cause you're it's, looking outside for everything. And then once you start comparing from the outside, you're taking away a hundred percent what you're able to create from the inside. You're taking away your power, essentially. You're giving it to everything out here. Think it has to be a certain job or a certain person you need to be around when in reality, it's all coming from what you're creating within. And then the things on the outside kind of meet you, like what you seek is also seeking you. I was thinking about that the other day and how like um, we see the after effect. Like if someone rises to fame, Mm -hmm. we're just seeing the after effect of all the hard work and progress that they put in internally for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the people see that and they're just focusing on that external thing and they're forgetting about like, oh, I need to do the inner work. The actual process. (laughs) For example, like it's like, that's a cool painting, but you're not Mm -hmm. thinking about what like went into making that thing to make it look that cool you know and they want immediate yeah they're just like how do i do that and it's like well you gotta do a lot yeah (laughs) it does take a lot and like honestly like the weird part about it is like everything we see on the outside is just past thoughts so we're always looking into the past out here i mean everything like you even if you want to buy a book you're thinking in your Mm -hmm. mind like oh, I want to buy that book, or whether it's, like, you just want McDonald's. Like, you're still thinking, like, okay, I want McDonald's, and then you go and get it. So, like, everything out here is looking into the past, which is really trippy. It's crazy. Looking in the past of, like... Past thoughts. Because mm. you have to... Cause Desires, you think about, beliefs, yeah, wants. you think mm. about what you want. You're thinking about what you're going to see every day, and then you experience it. So mm. the experience comes after the thought, always. Whether we're thinking about it or not, manifestation is always happening, constantly, consistently. It's subconscious, too. It's a subconscious thing. And tapping into the subconscious is what makes you conscious. Mm. And once you're a conscious being, that's when you start creating things like the matcha tea. Yeah. Like the book I wrote. You have to be conscious of the fact that you can even do something like that. And then you want to go out and figure out, okay, like, I got to take these steps. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to do these little steps. And then eventually Mm -hmm. it just, like, kind of unfolds into this big... Mm. It's like a mosaic. Yeah. You get all these little pieces it's, till you got the picture. It's that willingness, though, to, like, accept whatever might yes. come yes. in your way to getting there, Absolutely. Though. That's the hard part because you'll have all of these challenges and obstacles that will kind of make you question, like, okay, do I really want to go this far? And then you have to have that willpower with inside you, that grit with inside you to be like, yes, I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Even if, like, today... I can't figure it out. I'm going to sit down today, maybe, and then tomorrow we'll figure it out. But you just got to keep going. If you keep going, you'll you'll get to yeah. wherever eventually. And is yeah. that what your book teaches people Absolutely. how to do? Absolutely. To, like, get that grit to be able yes. to, like, withstand the forces yes. to keep going. Absolutely. It definitely – and it does it in a sense of first going through the emotions that will block you from even feeling like – I can't get there in the first place or not feeling good enough or not knowing how. So it kind of breaks down everything on emotion side, but then reading in all the way to the end kind of opens up to that conscious unconscious that we were talking about. So 
it definitely starts on a more simple note with like your basic lower emotions like fear, guilt, shame, and mm. then it extends all the way into your spiritual. Mm. So it's, an, it's definitely a book of evolution. Like the hierarchy of um, yes. what is it like an emotional intelligence kind of thing? Yep, I use the seven chakras it? to yeah. explain it. But yeah, whatever way you read it, just the way that I wrote it will give you whatever idea to get that understanding but i use the seven chakras to kind of break it down because your seven chakras talk about each emotion within you in a space within you so that it gives people an easy way to like work on it instead of like being like okay i just got to get to here like what am i going to do to work on it right. like you can work on it it's as an you easier read. visualization absolutely. of like what's happening absolutely yeah. yeah i like that and yeah. i think people need that too yeah um, definitely to have a better gauge of like what you're talking about and then mm -hmm. kind of put it into a concept that they can like remember Rats. in their head for sure yeah. yeah it's it's a it's a good guidance it's a good book for guidance and you know i notice especially working with i work with kids and everything i work a lot in the community that a lot of them just need guidance they just need direction for even that first step like i know so many kids who have already like just like yeah i just don't think i'm gonna be able to do anything like, yeah they just don't have any inspiration within them to even mm -hmm. be able to Especially, you know, me being a ex-athlete and everything. Like, I know I went through that because you play a sport and that's, like, your whole life for so long. And then it's just like, okay, now, now what? Now what? Yeah. <laughs> now what? So like, many people go through yeah. that, too. It just ends. Yeah, it ends, like, so abruptly, too. Because, like, you know it's coming to an end. But it's not till it's actually over. You're just like, what do I do with my time? Like, yeah. what, do I, what do I do? Like, what do I even think about? Because everything is sports. It's like, okay, well, I got practice. For me, I went to college and played basketball. So as I got practice, I have my schoolwork, and then I get to like sleep for like maybe three hours for the right. night. Like, <laughs> and then it's every day, and then it ends. And even ending school too, like it's just like, all right, like cool, like. And you still have that mindset too, you that do, like ambition. Yeah, yeah, to like, want to I need doing to do something. something. <laughs> yeah, Dude, it's like yeah. addiction. It really is. You gotta crazy. know where to put it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, which is hard. I mean. I struggle with that sometimes, but it, it's more in like the reverse effect where it's not that I don't know like what I can do. Uh -huh. It's that I have so many things I could do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which one to pick. That one's, <laughs> that one's definitely where I'm at now. Yeah. Yeah. That one's really had to like, I really had to be like, man, like what I gotta, I gotta like kind of condense. And it's like, so I'm starting to understand that a lot of my ideas are going to be for the future. And I'm kind of filtering out like, those ideas that are for now and the ones that I'm going to get to yeah. in maybe like five years. But yeah. that's like me thinking for myself. And it just is a reminder, too, that like there are things coming down the road, too. So I never have to be scared. Like, OK, like when I do finish the book, I mean, it's done. But I was having these thoughts then, like, what do I do next? Now I'm just like doing something that's mm -hmm. next. So, yeah. But yeah, I and maybe you can find like the root, um, like if you have a bunch of different skill sets, is mm -hmm. there like one core root um, skill that kind of allows your other skills to build off of? Absolutely. For I would definitely say just like my passion for wanting everybody to have a better life. That's mm -hmm. really it. Everything that I do comes from that root feeling, emotion, um, just experiences I had when I was younger, like once I understood the mind, once I understood what my thoughts were doing, what they could create, I, I just had like this sense, like everybody needs to know this. Like everybody needs to yeah. feel like this empowerment. And like, that's just where my drive comes mm -hmm. from now. That's where every idea, every 
thing that I'm doing for the future, it's all coming from there, from that do you, one thing. Do you remember, like, when that initial, like, aha moment? <laughs> I was just going to ask that. <laughs> I felt like you were kind of alluding to it, so. No, absolutely. Actually, I really do it. Um, I started doing the yoga, uh, what was it? It's like five years ago now. It was actually when I was pregnant with Mikey so I started doing it like very basically obviously because I was like seven eight months pregnant at the time so (laughs) but then um it was after I had him and I was in I was staying with my grandma at the time and I had started doing like the hula hooping and stuff and I started uh doing the headstands and stuff and there was just like one night that I was reading and I was like, yeah, I'm going to just try this tonight. Like, I was just, like, so scared. And I'm just like, I'm just going to try this. And I did it over and over and over all night for, like, maybe five hours. My grandma was yelling at me because, like, oh, you're banging in the freaking basement. I kept falling over. She's like, are you okay down there? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But then I finally hit it. And it was, like, everything that I was reading about the conscious, your mind and everything like that. And then like in that moment, once I hit it, I was like, oh my God, it was really my thoughts that like, cause I could have felt like the first three times and been like, no, I'm good on yes. this. I'm good on this. And then, you know, just even having Mikey there with me, him being like so new and everything, like everything like flooded my mind, like an epiphany. I was just like, okay, like whatever I want to do at this point, I'm going to do it. I was doing online classes too that year and I decided like, I'm going to go back to school. And I decided to apply to medical school at Alvernia, Pennsylvania, and I ended up getting in. But then um, just some things happened and I decided to go to Casanova instead. I ended up coming home. Mm-hmm. And But even that, just the fact that I even got into that school was just like so crazy to me. And being able to like go into that dental program because that's what I was going to do. And like, I just kept going and kept going and just kept going. And like, even all the people I was meeting at Casanova and then they ended up letting me uh, run the HEOP program there. And like, all this stuff was like, finally happening. Like, and I'm just like, wow, this is really nuts. Like, this is, it just just kept going and going and going. It was really crazy. And did you have like a roadblock that was preventing that like explosion of? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, um... Like, when I was going to go to Alvernia, like, I didn't really have much money at that time and everything. And I needed, like, to be able to live there. And I couldn't. Mm. And I couldn't live on campus because I had my son. So I decided to come back home. Um, And like I said, I went to Casanova instead. And then that was the hardest year ever. Like, I had Mikey was coming to classes with me. He was coming to practice with me. Like, you look at the my basketball pictures. Like, Mikey's on the side of the court, like, chilling, like, (laughs) running around, like, um some days I couldn't get to class and my teachers knew this and they were like really great with me they really were at being able to like turn in my stuff through email and stuff and it was just really hard to get through that year and but I did I did even when I look back now I'm just like wow like Mikey was really sitting in there with my freaking (laughs) biochemistry classes like he's just really he's probably low-key smart as fuck (laughs) I know he's He's probably hearing all this stuff like he's just like in there like when he's he's like like older he's gonna be like yo I remember that shit I know he's gonna know all of this he's like in my environmental classes my calc classes like he's in everything like it's just really crazy and he was just sitting there too and my teachers and everybody was like 
Is he just sitting there? I'm like, like super well no. Like I have no That's clue. Awesome. Like I have not. I have no clue. But he did, and everybody on campus knew him. They loved him in the cafeteria, in the freaking <laughs> offices. So like it was really great. Like and those things really kind of just overshadowed the hard part that I was going through. I mean, my car broke down like a million times, and the windshield wipers stopped working like all in the Oof. same week. Like it was like nuts. <laughs> it was so nuts. It was like on the way home from one of our games too, and it was pouring that night. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But yeah, there's definitely, and you know, there always continues to be those roadblocks that I yeah. face sometimes, but you just keep going. And then it's like those moments that you keep going and then something like finishing a book happens and you're like, mm. wow, I guess that stuff How really the hell did didn't that matter. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I face that stuff all the time, all the time. It's a definite, it's just like that willingness to not like let those things get at you. To the point of, like, canceling your entire plan, which so many people, I know so many people who let that that stuff just, like, oh, what happened to whatever you were working on? Ah, well, this happened. (laughs) It rained that day. (laughs) Yeah, you're just like, oh, I'll get get around to it. And that kind of just becomes the excuse. Mm -hmm. Like, damn. Yeah. I really, really have faith in you. (laughs) I know, right? I definitely know a lot of people like that, too. Do you think it's, like, people, um... Well, you're talking about limiting beliefs. Do you think it's like people don't feel like they are good enough to be able to do it? Or is it more so that they haven't found a vision great enough to want to pursue? I think for one, it's a lot of people don't even know how powerful their thoughts are to begin with. So they're not even putting the effort into like even changing those thoughts when they get them. They're just like comfortable with either like that victim role or they're comfortable with not going so far because then they feel like they haven't even failed like you don't mm. try then you feel like you haven't failed but like mm. that point. too that's still within your thoughts because somewhere subconsciously you know what you want to do somewhere subconsciously you're creating feelings of agitation or whatever because you're not doing what you truly want to do and you're just mm-hmm. doing whatever maybe vices or just laying around or playing video games or whatever to fill that time in that void rather than coming to mm-hmm. fruition with what you truly want with inside you but i definitely also yes it's the limiting beliefs because you're subconsciously creating the limiting beliefs that are even allowing you to stay stagnant in that deadlock to begin with because you have to be you have to be saying like okay like whatever i just rather do this or i'm not good enough for this but all of those thoughts are just covering up the fact like you do know you can do this. You yeah. wouldn't want to do it if you didn't know somewhere that you could do it. But yeah. I I had a, a like kind of like an aha moment when it came to that topic last night. Um, again, the person I was talking to uh, was saying certain things about kind of that he felt like he's kind of like on the sideline and everyone else is like, like out there doing stuff and he's like detached from it. But then he mentioned like, but also like, that's kind of like how I was brought up. Like, and I was like, see, that's your problem. Mm -hmm. I was like, you're basing all of your beliefs on what in the short term may seem like such a long amount of time in your life. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it will like at some point in your life be a such a small portion of your entire life. And I was like, you should be focusing on the next 60 plus years that you have Mm -hmm. and that you could potentially live and not focus on the what the 15 the 16 years you had in, in that like one setting. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, like mm-hmm. he's not even uh, 25 yet. I was like, dude, you haven't even hit your quarter life yet. <laughs> like, yeah. You have beliefs that, like, in the short term are, like, causing you, like, issues. But I promise if you focus on things that you can change, like your environment, like, whatever those things are, you'll start to see changes. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% agree. But in practice, that's so but I said, freaking but again, hard. I, I, didn't, I didn't preface no, no, this yeah. either. The whole time, I was like, easier said than done. <laughs> I know, yeah. absolutely. I was like, I kept reiterating that. I was like, Especially. it's not like a, you can't just hit a switch and yeah, stop, can't, like, stop like focusing on the, whatever yeah. shit happened to you growing up. But absolutely. it's like, you got to know where to put it. Yeah. And, and not just like coddle it all the time. Yeah. And you have to want that change. I think that's the biggest yeah. part like you want it you have to want that more than you want the life that you are living right now and that desire has to come from somewhere essentially you know and that desire sparks in people differently mm-hmm. and at different times and yeah. i hope it sparks for everybody but yeah you could definitely see that all the time and i i would have to say that it's probably harder now in the generation that we live in just seeing all these kids but that are in like the media that like yeah. Kylie Jenner was freaking like 18 when she became a millionaire so like now people are thinking like all like I'll never become whatever but like I mean even Oprah was didn't start right. doing yeah stuff till she was true. like 40 there's like, so many know? people like yeah. I, yeah I think the 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 generation now and like with technology it it creates like a false sense of reality because mm-hmm. the the odds of anyone doing that is like literally it's almost impossible yeah, like it's like it. like people see see like maybe 20 plus people of the age of like 18 to 25 who are like now like millionaires <laughs> yeah. because they blew up on tiktok or some bullshit <laughs> but it's like dude that's like 20 people out of like billions, billions of, of people, people you know like you know what i'm saying like that's not what you should be focusing on. For sure. And it's a distraction, if anything. It is. And if you're living your money just for money, any, if you're living your life, sorry, for just money anyways, you're still putting yourself on the back burner because mm-hmm. your results have to be bigger than that because the money's mm-hmm. not going to happen right away. And if it is just for that reason, then your, your drive can be taken away at any point because as soon as you don't have as much money as you want or whatever, by a certain time, you give up but if you're working for those small goals then mm-hmm. you're always going to keep going because you're getting them doesn't matter yeah i can't really be taken and from you and with the money part what you're talking about like mm-hmm. the reason why people are wealthy or have a lot of money more so than not is because they've created value absolutely. so you yeah. should be focusing on trying to create value absolutely. instead of trying to get that dollar amount absolutely yeah it's yeah. a whole like it's what like the it? chicken before chicken the egg. Before yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, sure. how are you going to do that without like learning what you need to do in order Absolutely. to build wealth? Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. Again, it's kind of like people just want to like click a switch and be rich. And yeah. it's like, well, that's not how that, that's not how that works. Like, <laughs> oh sorry, <my> you're going to be running into a brick wall for the rest of your life. If you don't sure. like learn the opposite of that. Yeah. You got to figure out like what, what's going to make you stick out. Yeah. It, sure. there's so much noise everywhere so that's the hard part it's all it distractions is. yeah it is it's like and you how, get anxiety too yeah like i get it per- <laughs> yeah, personally I'm, too, yeah. yeah this whole sure. this whole thing is just all easier said than done <laughs> yeah, like, no, you know, absolutely just... no it definitely takes time i think i'm like in the fifth <laughs> year really of being focused on everything i'm by me. Yeah, like in, and people hear that on the on the surface, like <laughs> you know, five years. I know, like five like, years. Fuck. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah and I haven't even years. like surfaced the shit. Yeah, right. You know? Right. We're, like, I still just feel so young it. though. 
I yeah. really do feel so young. I'm actually doing it for all, five years. It's like, wow, I was really actually young thinking like I should be further along than mm-hmm. I should have been. I was like, what was I even like thinking? Like, but now I feel young again. I feel like another five years journey, is going to yeah. go by. And I'm just like, like okay, I think I'm about, so young. <laughs> I think about when we started and that was what, when I, I was three like, years. yeah, it's like three years ago, whatever. And it was like, I was a sophomore in college or some shit. It was like a little, so little, like in my mind now, thinking back to my like sophomore self, I was so like immature, didn't know like anything. (laughs) (laughs) But at that moment I was like, oh, I like, I'm going to be like so successful. Absolutely. But you know, it doesn't come. (laughs) Well, yeah, I remember getting, I remember getting so frustrated, like couple months into like doing stuff like why aren't why aren't these things happening and it it was like a lot of just frustration until i realized like oh it's because like i have no value to provide yeah that's really what i made a couple we made a couple shirts like to to do why was why would anyone give a fuck about that like you know what are we gonna do differently yeah it took time it did it took probably a year and a half two years before you even started like podcasting so uh-huh. yeah. that was like when value started happening so it yeah it takes time it's patience it is it's definitely <clears throat> patience and i guess being around yeah. the right people too it's just your environment yeah, for your sure environment's huge huge your environment is huge yeah <laughs> yeah and so you said it was five years for this journey this yeah. process uh-huh. um is that like five years of you making the book uh, or five no, years all together like five years from when i first read a book on whoa when i first read a book on like how the subconscious and the conscious mind and Mm. really just napoleon hill was Mm. like my was my guy bob proctor napoleon hill they taught me so much but they were like my first mentors i mean not physical i wish but um yeah like five years when i first started to read about how your thoughts create your environment how to create your world Mm. and when I slowly started to change them and alter them. Like I have old notebooks still from when I first started doing this, like writing down thoughts that I had every day and how I wanted them to be different, how I wanted to be like this. And then like, I have mm-hmm. my notes of, okay, um, by this time next year, I'll have this, 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 this. And then I would go back and I would have that, 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 that. And I'm just like, wow, this is, this is really nuts. Like, and um, I remember uh, reading something by Pod Proctor and he was saying how, if you don't have a destination in life, if you don't know where you're going, you'll just kind of be going ping, 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 ping. And he was saying how it's just like, if a boat goes out into the ocean and they don't have a destination as to where they're getting to, then they'll never get to where they need to go. They have Mm -hmm. to have some way of getting there. And then he was saying how you always have to remember that it doesn't matter where it's going to come from or how it's going to happen. You just have to know what's going to happen and you'll just keep doing everything that you need to. And things will just start showing up. People will just start showing up. Inspiration will just start showing up. Mm. And it's, it's those little things too, hearing those little things that will really carry you. Those little thoughts like, okay, cause sometimes I didn't know, like even when I was doing my book, I didn't know how I was going to publish my book. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. And then when it was time to do it, it just happened. I have no idea how I was going to even have the book reviewed. But then it just happened. Mm-hmm. I, it's a, a way happened. And just, it was just believing that, and knowing that it would. Faith is huge, man. 
Yeah. Having faith is huge, no matter what your faith is in, just to have faith. I feel like an easy cop-out, too, for maybe someone listening or just, like, anyone in general is that, like, oh, well, you're just lucky that that yeah. stuff happened. <laughs> and I, I think I, I've said this in the past, like, the I was taught this um, in one of my classes in college that luck is, is nothing more than when preparation meets opportunity. Absolutely. So it's opportunities happen all the time it's just about whether or not you're ready to seize that opportunity or not Absolutely. and people like don't even realize the opportunities are like right in front of them because mm-hmm. they're not preparing for right for it and then they happen and they might be too scared yeah they'd be like oh i couldn't do that or whatever <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like yeah because you haven't been like trying to prepare for that absolutely <laughs> but then if you let one go by at least then you know like i don't want that next one to go by mm-hmm. you know and then Sometimes it takes, like, missing out on an opportunity to get yourself prepared for the next one. Because they do head come your ass. Literally, right. some people are like, oh, shit, I really should have done X, Y, or Z to, uh-huh. like, get that job or meet that girl or whatever, whatever. you know, whatever you're yeah. trying to accomplish. Um, yeah, it happens. But it does. So, Yo, um, you got to have the mindset, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> pivotal. Most gotta, important like, thing. Know to be looking for that shit. For sure. Um, but to just give people context as far as like, okay, you've gone on this journey, and you're also a mother. You're also a yoga teacher. You're mm-hmm. also going to school. Mm-hmm. You're, you're making a book. Like, how <laughs> did you balance all of that? Because that's like um, the practicality of it. It, it is abstract, con- conceptual, mm-hmm. like power of mind. But it's also like you got to get the grit and do the work. You do. You really do. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I first started, there was many days of tears. There was many days of how am I going to do this? And just really getting to the point where I had to build, like you said, that those mental muscles to stop asking like, why are the why are these things happening to me? Stop asking those 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 blocks, those thoughts that would create blocks. Like, why is this happening? Why can't I do this? What do I do next? And really, like I said before, those notebooks, just like breaking down all of those thoughts that were not helping me and changing them into something else. And like literally looking at the opposite. So instead of thinking, why is this happening? What is this trying to show me? Why can't I do this? What is a different way that I can go about doing this? Or maybe is this trying to show me that I need to be going mm-hmm. a different way? And eventually it became more of like a game. And it became like... This Life is, is a game. Right. It, absolutely. And it became more of me thinking like, okay, that is my higher self showing me two different things. Like if I choose to keep thinking this way, then my life will continue to be in these patterns. Or if I choose to think about it in a more abstract way, then I can create a whole bunch of different patterns. Right. And recently I've started to understand that once you can get your left and right hemisphere of your brain actively working together, because your right side is your creativity, it's your imagination. The left side is like the math of life. It's yeah. the, this is how life is supposed to be. But once you can get them to work together, so this is essentially, right, this is essentially yeah. theta phase. This is how a child minds work from birth to seven. Once you can get back to that place, you'll see like, okay, this is how life is. But then your imagination kicks in and you're like, but I can do this to create mm-hmm. this. So it's, I'm seeing this, but I can see this instead. And then figuring out in the middle, what do I do to mm-hmm. get to this new yeah. place? So, so like bare bones, like that's the mindset that you have to go in mm-hmm. um, 
to create essentially mm -hmm. um now as far as the practical stuff do you mm -hmm. set like um schedules or agendas like Absolutely. how do you keep yourself organized with all these ideas i write everything down i wish i would have brought my notebooks with me i mean i have so many notebooks <laughs> from the last five years it's so crazy and i'm always going through my stuff and i'm like should i get rid of these and I'm like i can't i literally can't like it's literally seeing an evolution of my mind but it's all been writing things down it's reading things and literally while i'm reading rewriting that book or um i've actually done like 21 day challenges with bob proctor mm -hmm. and every day like he gives you something to focus on and you spend your whole day focusing on that and i've done it with lisa nichols too i've done 21 days with her as well um but i would say my biggest biggest key was picking a mentor i've I picked three. Um, I found Bob Proctor first. He led me to Napoleon Hill, um, and I used Lisa Nichols. Mm -hmm. Lisa Nichols is like my motivation for my motivational speaking. Bob Proctor is my mentor for everything of the mind. So that has been my biggest key, just wanting to learn and finding somebody who is smarter than me, somebody who is at the place that I want to be. So now I see these people, I've heard their stories, and they're kind of similar to mine. Like they came up with nothing. Like Bob, the guy Bob Proctor. I mean, it's not the same with education wise, but he never even finished high school. Like, and this guy's freaking. You know, he's mm. out killing here, it, killing <laughs> it, living life. He literally just built a studio in his backyard. He goes up there, and makes podcasts every day. And Lisa Nichols, like, uh, she was a single mom growing up and everything. Now she's this huge motivational speaker. So I see them. And I'm like, that can be me. And I just, in my mind, like I'm, like I said, I play games. I'm like, that's me. That's just me in a different body. That's me in the future. So every day it's just, well, I'm gonna continue doing what I need to do. Um, like Lisa Nichols, the one thing I always like, stay with me, she says that she just makes one extraordinary decision, decision every day. And that's it. She, she said there's nothing special about her. She just every day she woke up and decided to make one more extraordinary decision. Mm -hmm. And that's how she got where she was. Yeah. Yeah. And now uh, all the thoughts, all the journals, all the books that or the notes that you've mm -hmm. written, is that essentially like a culmination of all those imported into a book? Is that kind of how you made the book? Absolutely. Or? Okay. Absolutely. The, the book is definitely just accumulation of my journey and everything that I learned. Like even when I was writing, I was just like, wow, this is inside me. Like this. And even when I read it after I wrote it, I'm like, I don't even feel like I wrote it. I felt like it was like coming from something so much higher, something that like I still have yet to even get to that I'm still working towards. And it's just like a reminder, like you will get there. You will, and it's, but it's crazy. Like even when I talk now, even when I do my videos on Instagram, when I first started learning that stuff, I couldn't talk about it. Like I was, I knew it, I knew it was in there, but now I can talk about it so fluently and people will have conversations with me. And this is things that can come out. It's just like, wow, hmm. like that's, that's nuts. I, but I, that's built. That didn't just happen overnight. Not that's true yeah not at all even like in our podcast we have a lot of like mental breakthroughs of like <laughs> ideas and stuff and we're like where did that even come from you know <laughs> for sure but it's like all the culmination of like our teaching our learning like uh -huh. gaining knowledge and networking with other people it's like you absorb so much information yeah. and it's yeah. there you do and I now know. it's just trying to tap into it uh-huh and yeah. the knowledge is always there um 
this is something I'm big on too, that there is like a storage of information within your mind that we all have access to. And the more you educate yourself, the more, like you said, you can tap into this place and just kind of unlock slowly. And you'll be yeah. doing something you normally do and something will click and it's just like, wow. Like, yeah, I, I know that. Like, mm. that's nuts. <laughs> and I think uh, an important reason for that, at least in our case, is that we open the door to as many perspectives as possible. That's huge. And I think just in general now, like, I go out into the world and... I could be talking to someone who has just like beliefs that are just so opposite for me, but I'm still going to spend the time to try to understand their perspective strictly for just like educational purpose. Absolutely. How can I understand this person so that I can like coexist uh-huh. and maybe, maybe even like learn like why, like, yeah, like there, there's reasons for why people believe things. I mean, sometimes they're... Mm, that's that's a good point. I know some, where you're going yeah, with this. Yeah, like, so, I mean, like, sometimes it's just because it was taught to them at a young age and they just don't know any better. Or or it's, like, learned through experience or whatever. But I think it's, it's just very easy for people to have their own belief set and then just project it onto everyone. Yep. And then be like, why don't you understand me? Like, why aren't you just gonna like follow suit? And it's like, well, that's not how that's how that's how freaking like religious wars happen, yeah, you know? For sure. They're just like screaming, projecting at each other, and then they're like, screw it, let's Absolutely. get violent. Absolutely. And it's like, well, that's not a good solve to Absolutely. that at all. <laughs> Maybe just have a kumbaya and like learn a little bit about each other. For sure. <laughs> And it might not necessarily be the importance of what they believe, but how they got to where they exactly. are now believing. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like what you're talking about with the, the spiritual ascension, like mm-hmm. trying to figure out, okay, you have these emotions and thoughts, mm-hmm. and then you formulate this decision of how you want to live your life. Right. And we're just looking at people's decisions. We're not trying to reverse engineer and try to yeah. figure out of like, like, oh, maybe you had some childhood traumas <laughs> or you were poor your whole life and now you're super conservative yeah. mm-hmm. and you're trying to like have all your resources next to you right and it's like oh shit maybe that's why you're super hard right life is not trumpist life is not black and white no it's not and people too many people think it is it's easier that way everything's just labeled and it's all like it's either this or it's that it can't be there's no muddied middle and it's like Mm -hmm. everything has a gray area like there's just so many layers to everything like every single even even every person, say like every person who is like a Trump supporter, like we're they're going there. I, I, well, I'm just, <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I just think it's a very relevant like analogy yeah, to make. Yeah. Like, just because these five people all support Trump doesn't mean that they all got to that like belief the mm. same way. That's like, it's all nuanced. Uh-huh. Like, they all probably have five completely different reasons for why they like feel so strongly mm. convicted about yeah like, and in their mind they're right yeah which makes sense why they're so trying to push that belief. which is funny too there's there i mean like i've seen like reporters go out and go to like things where it's like a group of people uh congregating about a certain idea and they ask them about like why they are supporting that thing and you get like so mm-hmm. many different just ridiculous yeah. like answers across the board there's yeah. no unified reason for why people support certain things yeah. and you're like that's why you need to understand different perspectives because you get five different reasons for why someone ends up there. Uh-huh. You know, people are too focused on the what and not focused on the why. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
again, Western philosophy. All, <laughs> <laughs> we all care about the end goal, the, the end result, yeah, and not materialist. Like, what, right got there absolutely because at least then you know like oh that is why so maybe we should focus on this and then maybe we'll unlock your understanding of maybe why this Mm -hmm. belief could it like there's something else better out there than this like thing that you're going after or supporting whatever it is i don't know there's even some beliefs that will keep you like you said before, just distract. They're just thoughts for distraction. So like you're not even thinking about anything else besides what Trump is doing or what that next person is doing. I mean, some people aren't even you know focused enough on themselves. Yeah. They're so focused on the negative that's on right. the outside. Maybe it makes them feel better about their lives, or maybe it makes them think that they can control something in a way because they can't control something themselves internally, like. Uh, like, that's a good insight like yeah. people are doing it because they want to feel better it's yeah. escapism this, yeah. but the the same reason why like we're pursuing self-growth is mm-hmm. because it makes us feel better at Absolutely. the end of the day so it's like the will to try to run away from your fears or like the will to want to grow in yourself mm-hmm. has to far surpass the will to want to stay where you're at in that bubble where it's comfortable it's comfortable yeah yeah breaking those old patterns because even that like before you sometimes you have to change who you're hanging out with Mm. sometimes you have to change what you're doing every day and some people don't want to do that they don't they don't want to take even those little steps there's so many steps on the journey that i can see people would get to because i had to face them myself that would be like and now i'm just gonna this is this is good this is good i can't or i don't whatever they formulate in their mind to, like you said, keeping that comfort space, like it happens. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people around me that I see it happen too. Like they just don't want to do those little things. And it's those little things that make that huge shift. It's really changing patterns at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like a yeah. daily habit, yeah. daily routine. For sure. Yeah. You'll never yeah. experience anything else. You're always doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, like uh, an example could be like someone who's dealing with like depression Mm -hmm. and like they're they want to like get out of that funk like something I did when I was in a depression was like simply just like making my bed every morning Mm -hmm. that like quick win in the morning was like a great way to like get me out of like a shitty mindset yeah because at least then for like the next hour I'm like I felt like kind of accomplished that like I had like a clean space Uh it's like that's such a tangible thing. Absolutely. People don't realize, like, it's that easy. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Clean I'm your room. Yeah. Clean your it's like, room. Tie, tie yeah. your room up. You'd be surprised at yeah. how much your your mind will, like, clean itself up, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, people always say, like, your, 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 like, living environment is very much a reflection of how your brain is. Absolutely. And just because it's messy doesn't necessarily mean that you have a bad like mindset or whatever. It could just mean that you have a lot, a lot of thoughts that are just floating around, but organizing them might help you realize like which thought you should be focusing on more than others. Like prioritization of just stuff in your life. Kind of a side note, but like place to that effect. But like, that's why I'm like a big believer of minimalism is because it clears your headspace and then you focus on what's absolutely important. Mm-hmm. And you can, you only have so much energy, so much resource to who you are and you want to like kind of direct all that energy into 
specific goals. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely being able to quiet your mind is huge. That's, mm-hmm. that's a huge accomplishment to even be able to reach, um, like you said, to be able to focus your energy. I like to think of it as if energy, if you, energy was like money, how would you spend it every day? Mm-hmm. Would you just give it to this and that and that and that? Or are you going to be more conservative with it? Like you said, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to direct it. But that's why meditation, things like yoga, they're so important. Because if you can quiet your mind, if you can filter out the things essentially that are not even benefiting you in the day to even think about, because essentially your thoughts are creating your environment and you can really pinpoint those things that are not so positive, then you can slowly filter out what you can get rid of and mm-hmm. what you can stop focusing on. And all the negative thought patterns that Absolutely. are just pulling you down. Yeah, you don't even realize yeah. until you really focus on them that you're probably even having them so consistently and yeah. so constantly. Do you have any recommendations or advice for people if they do have negative thought patterns, how to kind of like get rid of them or uh, alleviate? I would definitely say the biggest one that helped me was the notebook thing, writing down every day the thoughts that I noticed that I was having that were negative. And then like look- going into the into the um, darkness, right? Going into your unconscious mind, your yeah. your your unconscious mind is can be a very scary place when you first go into it. And you have to be so forgiving with yourself. Even in the beginning of my, my book, I wrote once you start to uncover the negative that you've been creating in your life. You have to be kind with yourself. You have to forgive yourself. That's so important because most times people are blaming everything outside of them and everybody around them for why they're experiencing what they're experiencing until you go in there and you realize like, wait a minute, I'm creating that. I'm creating these conflicts outside me. I'm creating these events to happen. I'm creating this and taking responsibility is another huge thing that you have to do too because until you take responsibility, you're Again, giving all the energy outside of you, mm-hmm. giving it to this, that, him, her, and until you take it all inside and internalize it. And um, another thing that I would say is a really good thing to do, and it kind of went with you making your bed, is at night you write down three um, accomplishments you had in your day, and then you write down three that you want to accomplish for tomorrow. So now you're just always in this winning cycle. And they should be small things. They should never be anything huge because you're not gonna create anything huge in one day right. it just doesn't happen unless you win the lottery like god right. <laughs> like that would be really cool but um yeah so it's really getting focused on the details of what's going on within you really focusing on yourself and sometimes that means not being able to hang out with people every day sometimes that means not being able I know we can't right now because we're in quarantine, but you can't go out every night. You can't go party every night. Can't sometimes maybe that means you can't even go play basketball every day. Like you really have to set that time aside to figure out what's happening within you so that you can even begin to erase and shift and create something new within you to begin with. And that's hard for people too. Some people don't like to be alone because once you're alone, all you have is your thoughts. All you can really see is what's happening within you. So, And if you're yeah. stuck in the reality of your life mm-hmm. and you're not creating or imagining, 
Imaginating. Imagining. Imagining. Imagine a cultivating. Yeah, imagine cult that's a new one. That's a good word we could use. Imagine a cultivating. Cultivating imagination. That's a good one. Then you're just sitting with your reality. And if your reality sucks, that sucks. That sucks. It's um I say it all the time, man. Like it's like if you went into a movie theater and you saw a movie you didn't like, would you go and watch that movie every day over right. and over you go watch a new fucking movie like you know what i mean yeah. like it's a choice everything is a choice that's so big to understand it's the rat race too like so yeah. people just reliving that sucky movie yes over and over yeah, yeah what being a, stuck so, in their past something that helped me like a thought that helped me um and i want to like say this to other people in in life like when it happens like when they exude this characteristic, but I know like it's not my place to tell people how they should or shouldn't act because um, then I would be projecting onto them. But I feel that there's a lot of people that, like I was saying, uh, use escapism and are not solution minded. So, mm-hmm. for example, I can't, I can't, mm-hmm. this won't happen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, why? What, what could you do to find a solution mm-hmm. to that issue so that it actually can happen absolutely and people think oh that's just like so wishy-washy or mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. it's like no it's just true mm-hmm. that's like yeah. if you're like working f- with if you're if you have like a business and something's not working and you just keep saying well it's never gonna work blah blah, blah. it's like well you know if you want to make money like you can't be sitting around saying what can't happen right. you need to figure out what will like what can happen right. to so like you're saying, like sometimes you're trying to go into a locked door Absolutely. when there's like actually a secret passageway like behind <laughs> right. the the bookshelf that uh-huh. you didn't even know because you're not looking for it. Absolutely. You're just like, this is the only way I know. Yep. <laughs> We're not magic cultivating. Yeah. You've got to imagine. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and those things are there. Like. There's secret passageways everywhere. Yeah. You just gotta secret get... Secret passageways in our mind. And yeah. And trying to, like, search for more and more. Yeah. You just have to be willing to, like, look... For example, I, I play disc golf. And a mm-hmm. uh, thing that happens is uh, when when throwing your Frisbee, uh, some people have very bad technique or you, mm-hmm. you sometimes you slip up and you end up releasing the disc at, wrong. So then your disc might go flying into the woods like deep into the thick woods and some people are like fuck it like i'm running straight into the woods after that thing i need to find it because like you want to keep playing and Uh other people will look for maybe three seconds and be like that was like 10 bucks like whatever i'll just get another one solution oriented and just like at whatever like Mm -hmm. i can't find i'm never gonna find it it's like yeah with that attitude, you literally yeah. won't ever find it, and someone else will. Yeah. Like when they look for their disc, right? And Absolutely. it's just like, yeah, just you got to be willing to put in a little bit of extra time to like look for solutions. Yeah, yeah. good anything, stuff. You know, yeah. I feel like it's gonna make people, if they don't have the mindset, like a lot of people are gonna be triggered. Yeah, yeah, that's um, definitely what we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. If you want to develop, grow, and create, this mindset is, like, an absolute necessity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It definitely is. No, it definitely is. Because that I can't takes just as much energy as the, okay, well, how can it happen? 
Mm. And like you said, it's just a, it's just a, I can't, it's just a roadblock. You're literally just not going anywhere else. Yeah. And if you see that externally, like <clears throat> I really believe that what you are experiencing on the inside is what you're going to experience on the outside. So if, like you said, if you do go look for that inside your mind, you're technically looking inside yeah. your mind for it at the same time too. So mm -hmm. you're meeting yourself, essentially. You're meeting what you're thinking with what you're doing on the outside. And writing yeah. is so yeah. beneficial for oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Making you're make you're, when you write anything down that you're thinking, you're making it tangible. You're, you're literally mm -hmm. bringing something instantly from a thought, mm. from a vibration to something that's tangible, something that you can touch, something you can see. It's technically real now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny to me that in <clears throat> the way technology is now, that people seem to be a lot more like non-solution oriented, even though it's like exponentially easier to find yeah. solutions to problems yeah. in your life. Like so people true. people shit 30 years ago convenience man would have yes. to get crafty as fuck to yeah. like find solutions in their life because right. they didn't have the internet just like right. just always so in their instant. face right but again I, I i like i i'm fall guilty to it like spending too much time consuming noise mm -hmm. and not nice consuming time. things that are actually going to help me find solutions mm -hmm. to things right. that i want to achieve um that that just kind of comes down to time management. Well, consumer it, versus you know, creator. Yeah, it's totally different mindset. There's a time and place for oh, both. Yeah, for sure. It's totally fine yeah. to consume, but you have to know when to like turn it off. Yeah, yeah. for sure. When to stop consuming and start creating. Or yeah. consume things that will help you create. Right. Yeah. Which is right. what you're saying yeah. with find your guru. Or yeah. or in that sense, or like your diet what's, too. Yeah. Mm. Like your diet, changing your diet, you can just feel a difference. You can see a difference in mm -hmm. everything. I mean, exercising and whatever way you get it done, just keeping your body active besides consuming mm. a screen. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Like, whenever I catch myself doing that, I'm like, I feel guilty, but then I know, yeah. like, okay, it's as easy as, like, put it down. Right. Get up. But even that's hard sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Get yeah. in a different, put yourself in a different space, yeah. like, literally and fi figuratively, like, walk out of the room if, you, if that's what it takes uh -huh. to, like, get you to change like perspectives for a second right. and then what are you gonna yeah. focus on that's, now yeah that's what i feel like uh just hanging out with people that are creatives uh, the change in perspective on how you view the world yeah and a lot of our culture is the consumer perspective mm -hmm. and so like being a creative person is kind of weird mm -hmm. because you're like a bystander an outcast yeah an outcast society yeah but yeah. those are the ones that are like progressing humanity forward yeah so it's weird yeah that not everyone would want to do that <laughs> oh yeah you just like seem weird when you talk about stuff and everything like and they're like oh yeah Didn't then, see then I feel like you're just being really cocky right now <laughs> i <laughs> always feel that yeah. way that's yeah. why like i tend to like i try to be so modest about things yeah. that i'm doing unless i'm with other creators because then i know that if i say like mm -hmm. Oh, I sold a piece of art, or I did this to the other thing. Like they're gonna be like, "Yo, that's sick!" Like, yeah, right. And then they'll probably try to one up me with some other shit that happened to them. And you're like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Yeah. But you talk to just like someone who's not who's not in that mindset. They're mm -hmm. just like put off. You can like feel it too. Like yeah, that, oh, and their body language says it all. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you definitely. You're like, ah, I should probably weird. just tone it down. Yeah, you're like, we're just not gonna talk about this. Right yeah. <laughs> and then you start talking about like trivial things. <laughs> right. 
But then again, like, not everyone is, like... I feel like everyone has the capability of being in that mindset, mm-hmm. but not everyone is willing to yeah. or will ever be willing to. Like, yeah. some people are literally just not willing ever, well, n- like, their entire life just go without and be totally yeah. content. Yeah, no, it's, which, definitely, it's definitely interesting to think about. It's like, okay, yeah. like, as long as you're happy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or at yeah. least you think you're happy. You yeah, know? <laughs> or they know they're not happy and they're just like mad at everything and everyone else do you think it's like innate in humans to want to create that's another thing i think about a lot Mm -hmm. lately too it's like if we have a consumer and creative mindset Mm -hmm. it's like are we are some people i guess better off being in that consumer mindset i feel like it's that that creative and the desires and with as in with it's within everybody um and that's what creates the depression for people who are not tapped into the creative. Do you think that's why we're having this like mental health crisis? Oh, Especially yeah. with social media and stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel like the collective conscious is very unhealthy mm. right now. Just where everybody mm. is at. Just. But that know, might be a good thing. That might be the transition we it, need. It could definitely be. I mean, like an awakening. I, always, yeah. I definitely think that everything is happening for a reason. And I hope every day that people start coming to mm. and... You know, even people getting unemployment and stuff right now, maybe it's making them more positive. Like, wow, the government's, like, doing something for us. Like, I don't know. So like, like they can backstab us <laughs> later. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, like, everyone's always thinking, like, the government's out to get us and, like, things like that. And, like, things are not in our favor. So maybe this may help <clears throat> them awaken something. Maybe, like, okay, maybe, like, not everything is against me in a way. Mm-hmm. But I definitely do feel like that that creativism with everybody within everybody mm-hmm. and it does cause a sense of anxiety or depression or like that's why they don't feel good enough because somewhere inside them they know that they can be producing more they can be doing more right. they're just not living up to that in a sense and even if it's them seeing things without them like okay like i want to do something like that and then again not doing it guilt you're yeah that's where the guilt and the shame comes from but then those things internalize and you project them onto other things so you Mm -hmm. feel guilty with other things and you just experience things that make you feel more guilty more shameful until you really go within yourself and find out the root of where it's coming from right definitely feel like this Mm -hmm. is the root of yeah and like you were saying with people that like you're talking about like being creative with and you're getting this like heaviness Mm -hmm. to the conversation where it feels like they don't want to listen to it Mm -hmm. you know damn well that they're going home and being (laughs) the very person that is thinking in their head like oh i could have been doing that and like there's that jealousy there that's what it is (laughs) i definitely feel like that's exactly what it is Mm -hmm. it's just like damn like i could have been doing that but then somewhere along the way you sell yourself and say like well i can't because they mm-hmm. already did it. But I mean, like, everything that everybody's Accepting doing defeat. has been done. Yeah. Like, we're really just replicating yeah, things that have so been true. done. We're just evolving them because, you right. know, we're just at a different time. Like, things. So it's just, like, freaking uh, Nikola Tesla and Edison. Like, he just kept going off of what Nikola Tesla already had found out. And mm-hmm. he ended up going further with it. But... It's the same thing with anything. You learn something now and you find a newer, better way. It's like the iPhone when it first came out when we were kids versus now. Like, it's just mm. better now. Yeah. It's evolved. And so anything anybody decides to do, like, even... Except can... if you're Musk and you're just fucking <laughs> yeah, creating something right. really <laughs> out something there. bizarre. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, like, <laughs> even that, like sometimes I even get those thoughts. I'm like, damn, like there's some people who know some really technical shit. Like I just won't ever be that good and I'll have to like snap myself up. I'll be like, okay, that path is not for me though. Like right. maybe they can't write as good as see, I can. Like, you know what I mean? That's See, that's a better mindset. Like, because obviously there is some stuff that maybe it's just like not for you. So it's yeah. not that you can't, it's just that it's not for you. Yes. It's, it's, it's a more positive way to yes, think about for it. for sure. It's personality you know? mindset yeah. yeah or your type of personality because maybe you're more logical you don't feel shitty about it yeah you know but you're... then like even appreciating people who can do that that still makes you feel good rather right. than looking at those people and being like well i'll never be able to like fuck yeah because then it's just self-deprecating <laughs> yeah, yeah you're like oh i'm like lesser because yeah. i can't do it, x yeah. y or z and it's like no no just that keeps like the world it's, like magical though not yeah. being able to do everything because it's that's like true. yeah there's really it some things fucking, out there that like it would be I lame can't do. like that's magical like i i feel like at first it would be sick to be able to do everything but then right. after a while it'd be like wow i literally can do everything so yeah. like what yeah. is there to achieve anymore right. and, and you look at other all. people and you're like not inspired anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right like, yeah, it, sure. people like and that person would just suck too because <laughs> They would sit in the room and just be like, wow, you were all inadequate. Yeah. That's, like, uh, <laughs> that's like Rick from Rick and Morty. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> he has, like, so much power that <laughs> just, like, everything, everyone around him. He just becomes inadequate. an alcoholic. He like, does. He's just, like, yeah. tell everybody you're just minimal. Like, you don't even it's matter. Like, it's like, there's so many other universes anyways. You could die. Like, whatever. It, <laughs> you can see what it takes for It's okay to have your own set of skills and not have the same set of skills as the next person next Absolutely. to you just like Absolutely. hone in on the skills that are meant for you yeah and or the things that you want to do absolutely and i think that's cool too because that's how teams are built because you have you need a team and they're all good at different things and that's what brings you together so yeah I mean, superpowers yeah finders sure. yeah, yeah absolutely collective collective like consciousness on like small scales mm -hmm. can get so much shit done absolutely um yeah, because it's, like, um, one person trying to yeah. do everything by themselves. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the other thing, too. For example, like, I just I just started this job as a filmer, and for the longest time, like, outside of, like, Kyle and I kind of going back and forth and, like, how something should be edited, it was, I've realized that we never really, like, took it as far as we could have mm -hmm. in terms of, and now, like, I want to take that back to the drawing board. And it's like, next time I make a video, I'm going to be, like, 20 times more harsh on, like, what we make. Because <laughs> it's obvious that we can do way better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it takes, like, having people who are better than you yeah. to be like, nah, like, this you shouldn't do that at all. Right. Like, you should do it this way. Like, oh, uh -huh. fuck. Yeah. I would have yeah. never known, though. You that just willingness learn. to learn, though, too. Yeah. yeah. And, like, what you were talking about they're not doing anything new mm -hmm. in the sense of like a new skill, right. but you're just evolving that same Absolutely. skill and Absolutely. like we're evolving that same skill of film. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, even cars, like they're just an evolution of the horse and buggy. Like even if cars mm -hmm. fly one day, it's an evolution of that car and a plane mixed together, but <laughs> it's still essentially something that's been done. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. even crazy to think when things even first started being created in the world for the first time. Like, it's nuts. Because hmm. literally everything now, for the Holy most part. I, I mean, mean yeah. unless they can figure out how just, to do, just like... Just like the transition from horse and buggy to car. <laughs> yeah. That was such a big leap in, in technology. 
Just like all of a sudden you don't need an animal. Yeah. To like tend to anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Granted, those cars probably like sucked ass, like (laughs) comparatively to like a normal car. There's probably they probably just like fall apart pretty quick. Yeah. But just like the thought of something just autonomously like functioning and you just have to like sit there and drive it. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I was just watching a movie the other day where they were talking about making, like, uh, wireless electricity. So, like, you walk in your house and your phone just starts charging. Or, like, oh you God. don't need, like, sockets. Like That's probably going to happen. There's stuff. just, like, yeah. lights. Okay. So, <laughs> the evolution of the mind or evolution of, like, neural pathways. Yes. Like, how meditation mm-hmm. gives you this ability to go to these different frequencies, mm-hmm. so they say. Right. But what if that's essentially, like, what you're talking mm-hmm. about is you have this room of electricity of, like, wavelengths bouncing all over. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, somehow technology technology is able to connect to those frequencies mm-hmm. and everything is connected. What if, like, our minds... The wavelengths going through our neural pathways are actually like along those same lines mm-hmm. is but that's like a further evolution of it, but like the idea that we're all kind of connected yeah. through this like universal network. consciousness. Yeah, I network definitely believe thing. I definitely yeah. believe we are all connected in that way. Yeah. I believe we're just pure energy sources. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> we're literally crazy. just conduits. Yeah, like, we just walk we're just walking energy like No, yeah, with, definitely. We just, We're just like, physical barricades, but like the, the energy is like body just <laughs> radiates energy <laughs> and like that waves, different types of waves. So like <laughs> yeah. whether whether it's sound waves or like light waves, light waves, yeah. Like but it, even that's still all the same energy. Like it's all on a spectrum. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah, to the sound, just it's, different it's the same, frequencies, it's different mm-hmm. spectrum. But like, so to piggyback off this, like you have experience with meditation, yoga, yeah. like. Have you gotten to the um, place where they talk about where they get to the space when you get to this like deep meditative mm-hmm. phase where like you essentially connect to everything? Yeah. I, I don't know what to, it's like enlightenment they yeah, call it's like it. Nirvana or yeah, like whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's essentially when you can get your mind to just be completely still and you can start to like you can see internally. It's like being in a dream state essentially like even when I first started reading about it it was crazy and I would like be like okay like I'm not seeing anything I'm not seeing anything then one day like my mind just got so quiet and I could see it's like you're like building in your mind you can see these pictures you can see whatever you want to see and essentially what will happen is you can when you're dreaming you can start to control your dreams you'll know that you're in a dream and you can go to where you want to and Dude, it's like inception I don't know does that mean that like i just tap into that without <laughs> realizing it maybe i i lucid dream like every night yeah lucid and... dreaming is a huge part of being able to it's so like, what does it mean it's, it's like a quicker form of manifestation i guess being able to experience things quicker being able to experience the thoughts that you want to instantly rather than having to build them like like i said in our physical reality right it's like i said like one there was a time where i Mm. had to like literally focus every day on having these positive thoughts Mm. and then one day that's just what my paradigm was i just was having those thoughts instead of having to focus like okay i'm having these thoughts i need to change them you like literally get to a point where you just change them but that's why i said like your thoughts are just so important because like even wanting to 
create like when you wanted to do the matcha tea like there had to have been a point when your mind was thinking so much about making that more about making that than anything else mm -hmm. and that just happens from repetition of what you want to be thinking about and every day you wake mm -hmm. up and it's like okay i gotta do this matcha tea and if you think about it when you got close to actually having a product you started thinking about it even more because you're like okay now i need a label now i need to have a container now i need to mm -hmm. have the actual product and then all of a sudden you have the product in here and now you're having tasting and you don't even realize it but you're having your thoughts are so consistent on that and you're literally vibrating with it so consistently and so constantly that it ends up just happening mm. i mean it's not like just happening but like your thoughts are just more repetitive on that you start seeing it until but, it actually physically becomes yeah, a thing. Yeah. So it's like the lucid dreaming, the meditative form mm -hmm. is like essentially creating things that would be in the physical reality, mm -hmm. but instead you're just like going direct. You're like tapping into that force uh -huh. and just like creating that imaginative you're experience. You're into that vibration at which you want to be vibrating with. Because like we were just saying before, everything's a vibration. Your body is a manifestation of thought that begins with your parents. And then like you're, we look solid, but our bodies are just molecules and atoms vibrating so consistently and constantly that we look solid, but we're not. Mm -hmm. we're, we're like technically yeah. in a sense see-through. Yeah. But we think what we think about the body. So we see it how we see it, but that's not really how it really is. But and we're all, always vibrating. Hmm. That's why our thoughts attract what we want to experience because you're tapping into a vibrational field that's higher than us that's as below so above so yeah. what you are constantly thinking about is what you're constantly attracting also like we're three-dimensional beings that Absolutely. can only perceive in two dimensions so that's true as of right now like yeah as so right like now. that like until what we don't like even the 4g changing into 5g all of that has to do with what we're perceiving on a bigger scale like all of it's connected like we were saying before like literally everything is mm. so connective and so intuitive like it's really crazy so yeah. like um we we talked about this <clears throat> before but uh Neuralink are you familiar with that company mm -hmm. no but essentially like future tech is getting to a point mm -hmm. this might be like 50 years mm -hmm. 100 years down the road but we can maybe even earlier but we can upload our minds into the oh, digital yes. uh, no 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 I have heard of that yeah and they're like creating different bodies so that you can take mm. your experiences and put in that body yeah, yeah I have heard of it I didn't so know like the name of it, all, yeah. all the stuff that the gurus have been talking about for thousands of years uh -huh. in this like ancient kind of form but Absolutely. like uh, talking about like vibrations surpassing our physical reality uh -huh. we're going to get to a point with technology where that's going to actually be reality mm -hmm. where we're transcending our biology but that's I a think, fucking crazy thing I to think, think about. I think that we already do that, though. But now that's we're true. being able to Evolving do it on a it. level where we're doing it in the physical instead of being birthed. Because that's what's happening during birth. I mean, you you have the mental... Comp we all have the same mental complex at birth to, like, whenever. You just learn things and you tap into different parts of it depending on what you're learning. But now we'll be able mm. to do this in the physical sense where we're taking it from a live person and putting it into a not a real person. Like, so it's like we're working backwards now, which is really mm -hmm. weird, too. <laughs> like, and you could live crazy. other people's lives, yeah. essentially. Yeah, which is nuts, which is really crazy. Which but you yeah. kind of do when you're dreaming, when you're lucid dreaming. It could maybe not be you, your yeah. physical reality, you, but it's like this new character form right. that you're taking on. Even when you talk to other people, mm -hmm. you're essentially 
living in their life for a moment because they're projecting. They're projecting their beliefs. They're projecting what they're thinking. So you're experiencing that other person. Or if you're, you're getting watching boxed a movie, in a little bit by right, that too. If you're watching a movie, you're experiencing that other life. Like you can watch a sad movie and cry, but nothing's really happening to you. Right. You're just so mm. in tune to what you're watching that it seems real because it is technically real. Until it actually does become real. Yeah. Like a movie in maybe 200 years from now is just, you're literally just living another person's life that you want to live. Yeah, for sure. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wish I understood, like, my lucid dreaming more. Because I don't really, like, understand a lot of its, like, practicality. If you um, do a journal, you'll be able to understand it more and more. I forgot what it's called, but it's, like, essentially when you remember a certain part of your dream, you'll remember more of it and more of it and more of it. Bro, this has been a reoccurring theme. Every time we have this conversation, we're like, bro, write that shit down. (laughs) My problem is that, like, I don't know, in the morning, like, like, I did it it, uh, last... Not this most recent weekend, but the weekend before, I woke up from a dream. Um, I was at my friend's house, and I wrote, like, some notes in my phone. A lot of it didn't really make a lot of sense to mm-hmm. me. But I was like, maybe that's probably. just a start. Yeah. yeah. That I was remembering, like, details from it. Because mm-hmm. um, thinking about it, like, you're in a dream state. So, like, when you get back to the physical reality, it's like your biological, physical reality brain doesn't have that, like, network. Yeah. that's created so you have yeah. to essentially like take your dream state network and like bring it into the physical reality yeah and yeah. as soon as you try to make sense of it instead of just remembering what you saw you're you're gonna link your like natural life to how you want it that's to what i yeah that's how you what want, I want it to make sense instead of remembering it for what it actually was because you're gonna supplement you're gonna like fill crazy. in the blanks because the way the human mind works, it always wants to make sense of what it, what's experiencing. Yeah, like, that's why, why when like trauma happens, you remember it because it's like a gap in your normal pattern of thinking. Mm. So you remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing with good experiences. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with really good experiences. You just it's a, it's a it's a gap in what you're normally experiencing every day. So like if you go on a really cool vacation and some really cool, you swim in dolphins, mm. you go in the ocean, like you're remembering that. Like it's not something you normally experience. What if you have those crazy experiences all the time? Have you ever read anything into that? Um, that I don't know. But when I do hear like these people that are famous and rich and stuff, they say that like, I wish people could get rich and experience everything that they want to experience. And then they realize that that's not really what you want in life. Like, it normalizes it. Yeah, in that, a sense. that always interests me. Like, because people do live there. that, they get to experience really cool things every day. But even they get bored with it. It's, it's like a so drug. Weird. You need more and more. Yeah, of it. you're releasing yeah. dopamine when you do things that are out of the ordinary. Yeah, so you remember it it's so well. An, it's an addiction. So yeah. if you, it's like anything that you do. Like you reach a level where you're like, well, how do I get more? Mm-hmm. How do I feel more yeah. out of this? Yeah. And so part of me kind of like, in a sense, like I talked about last night, like anything over $75,000 a year does not like scientifically increase your dopamine release. Wow. So because at that point, it in at least in like US dollars currently at like what it's valued at, which God knows yeah. where that's going to go. Um, it meets your biological $75,000 a year for one person meets all of your your need your like basic Regular needs basic covers it uh-huh. so like that 
allows you to reach a level of happiness where you feel secure. Like you, you don't feel like you're going to go without or whatever. And then anything more than that, it's kind of just like frivolous. It's like extra. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'll it'll mean like maybe you can have a fucking plane or whatever. (laughs) And that'll be fun for like a a while, but then it becomes like your car. You don't get like hyped. Like you buy a new car. That's cool for like a couple weeks. And then after a couple weeks, you're like, it's my car. Like whatever. I don't get like hyped every time I get in my car. (laughs) You know? (laughs) It kind of like reaffirms the idea that like money is only important until we meet our basic needs. Mm -hmm. And then we have to search um, for more through like what you're talking about with like self-development. Yeah. And like meeting friends, family, and like those experiences that you like. You, ex- you have that really stick out to you for sure I definitely agree yeah and I th- and so part of me like what I was gonna say is that like not that I don't wish that I like reach a level of like financial stability like obviously I want that but I don't think that I'm necessarily want like millions of dollars like I don't yeah. need excess yeah. I, I like I like to think that if I can reach my like reach my basic level of needs at that level because like the thing is if you unlock the ability to just do whatever the fuck you want to do in the world because you just like have so much money and power that you can just do whatever there's you're not chasing anything anymore yeah there's no there's there you just if you want it you can have it yeah like boom there's no there's no fight or anything for it it's just kind of like oh well, if I can have it that easy, like, yeah. 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 And, uh, <laughs> speaking from like my personal experience, I'm just going to spit it out there. So it sparks ideas, but like me personally, I want to get to a point where I'm financially sustainable. So then I have financial freedom to like do what I really want to do. Um, and I don't need to get that pressure of like, oh, I need to be getting money from this right. thing that I love doing. Yeah. But essentially, if you can get to a place where you have $500,000 and you invest that into dividend funds, Mm -hmm. then you can make around 0.03% interest rate back on that money annually. Mm -hmm. And you can essentially make around $15,000 to $20,000 a year. And you just keep that money in the fund and you just live off of that. Whatever is coming in. Yeah, the dividend investment. And same thing, same idea with like real estate. Yeah. So I think like for me personally, that's my goal is to get to that financial sustainability. Yeah. um, As opposed to having a shit ton of money. Yeah. Like that's that's how I feel. Like I see these people like, and granted, some of these people just run businesses where that's just the byproduct of what it is. Like it just like it beats more and more and more more and more money. But it's like, I don't need that yeah like but they could just take that money and invest it right if they're they, financially literate yeah yeah but i'm what i'm what i'm saying is that like you just once you read access you just reach a certain point where it's like like for example just like some people are account. just like they run these businesses they reach a certain level of like uh financial income and then they're like we need more we need to like we need to increase uh shareholder profits yeah. blah, blah blah year over year and just yeah. start exploiting and exploiting it's like yo like once i reach my my basic level needs like i don't need more like i'm okay with it just staying that way and just being happy and content yeah. with that well think of it maybe this way like once you get to a point of having your riches 
um, maybe they're seeking more because they're trying to figure out ways to create more and more value in the world. Yeah. But then it ends up getting corrupt and they're trying to take more and more from people. But like if you stay the line of I want to continue personal development, then you just focus on yourself and you're not taking anymore. You're just creating and giving. Yeah. I definitely would like to get to a point where I'm sustainable, but I want to be able to give back at the same time. Like if I could yeah. start like something like the Boys and Girls Club, like that's like my biggest dream right now to be able to have something like that and to be able to fund that myself and be able to do whatever. Because when I do do the events, um, right now that I do in the community, like that's all out of pocket. It's been out of pocket. It's been um, from partners in Staten Island, from the Voices Heard Foundation. It's been uh, from other partners, one of our friends, Angel. And other than that, it's been out of pocket from us. So like every time we do something like that right now, it's just all coming from us. Even from the coat drive last year, we bought all of those coats. Um, we were able to fundraise a little bit of money off Facebook, but just to be able to have that bank account or to even be able to help fund yeah. other people like myself that are trying to do something like that in their community like that's really important for me myself so, is it a non-profit yeah. then is yeah that how it's funded okay yeah yes yeah, so. and to give yeah. people context like uh, what's the main mission goal of that our main goal right now is to really focus on the youth and to get them like i said to begin with to get them into their creative to show mm -hmm. them how important their thoughts are i would love to start a program eventually where we could work with these kids one-on-one -on -one every day to teach them about the mind to break down how the subconscious the conscious uh part of your mental works into have different workshops different outlets the events that we do right now the idea behind that is to show them that there's always people thinking about them showing them that there's things happening behind the scenes that they're not even aware of so they should keep doing things in life mm -hmm. you meet a lot of those kids in the inner city and they don't think that anybody cares about them and when right. we show up and do those events and we do give them free supplies, we give them free clothes, we give them free jackets because they're walking in the winter and they don't have anything to cover up. Somewhere we're hoping it's triggering them to think like, okay, like maybe there is something looking out bigger than us. Like, I don't, I don't ever tell people what to believe in, but I do hope people understand that there's something bigger than us. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, it wouldn't make sense if there wasn't, you know, I like you see ants. And we're bigger than ants. And you would have to think, like, something's got to be bigger than us. Something's got to be providing us this energy. Even if you believe it's the freaking solar system. Like, just something. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? That's why they may be called God the Creator. Yeah. It's because that's Absolutely. the life energy that's Absolutely. given to us to Absolutely. keep going. Because there's building. energy running through everything. All of us. I mm -hmm. mean, everything has, even everything has a consciousness. I don't think people know that, too. Like, this chair, that couch, the floor, all has a consciousness. It all vibrates at a certain level um it, it stores energy if what do they call that uh it's like pan consciousness pan yeah what is that um you... um i know chi is one word for it chi yeah, yeah. i know one that's one word for it but that you're probably thinking oh panpsychism okay where essentially like what you're talking about everything has consciousness yeah, and we, we're just like maybe a higher percentage of consciousness yeah. in these certain life forms mm -hmm. but like all of it is like maybe that has one percent consciousness yeah but we're all interconnected it, it has a it has a lower vibration mm -hmm. yeah yeah but. i mean we're all made out of the same stuff Mm -hmm. it's just different combinations of stuff right. that create different things yeah. like even the periodic table if you look at elements the only difference from hydrogen is carbon is one has a higher atomic mass one is mm -hmm. vibrating higher but oh, yeah. it's still 
a vibration essentially and us as human beings we have this consciousness that can perceive which is like not so it's like if there's we're these human beings that have consciousness that can perceive then what is essentially like when we think a thought like if i like if you think in your head right now microphone what is hearing that thought inside you if you picture that bottle in your head what is seeing that bottle within you That's true. Like, where's that life energy coming from? Right. Or it's like an awareness. It's an awareness beyond you, but it's happening within you. You're like a tool. Your body, your eyes are like a tool. So why can't we? Well, I was just gonna say because this is like a weird thing. I saw someone do in like a video. They're like, when you, when you are like having like a thought about something, do you hear yourself saying it, or do you just see words? Uh huh. And some people literally say that they just see the words. Mm-hmm. And I I personally hear like yeah. I can hear my like. But even what are speaking. words? Then you would have to think. Well, True. What are words? Vibrations. You're still you're, you're perceiving a vibration. Yeah. Words. The language is just decoded sounds. Yeah. We made language. It's just language wasn't a thing when we were created. That's an like, interesting thing, and it's like people say certain things, and you get inspired, or you feel mm-hmm. certain ways. Yeah. Like. They're, like, resonating at a certain yeah. level. Even, yeah. like, this kind of conversation that we're having where it's, like, eye-opening. It's, like, yeah. you feel that. And it's, like, yeah. how can certain vibrations organized in a certain way give you certain feelings? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. What the fuck? Well, that's <laughs> yeah. even why, like, the whole, <laughs> yeah. the whole uh, experiment of you, like, say compliments to plants or you berate yeah. them with, yeah. with, like, insults and the insulted plants actually, like, like, like fra- they feel, like, negative energy yeah. and it, like, affects them. Or they, they do that growth. with water, too. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen it with water. If they say, like, positive words, you get these, like, pretty snowflake, like, patterns in the negative words. Like, once they freeze the water, it's, like, all distorted. It's not, like, in any type of pattern yeah. or anything. Like, that's, that's really crazy, too. Yeah. Do you think Mother Nature knows what's good and bad, then, in a sense? I don't think that it knows, essentially, what's good and bad. I think it just responds to whatever we are giving off. But it wouldn't necessarily... So, like, if you... So, it responds to the emotion that we have. Right. Like, if you plant in your head an abundance of negative thoughts, like, your mind will reproduce those negative thoughts in abundance, just as if you planted positive thoughts. It's going to reproduce those thoughts in abundance yeah. it's not going to be like oh this is bad so i'm not going to reproduce this mm. that would really be really cool if it did filter yeah. out for us but it doesn't like you know what i mean so because i don't think it can discern between the two no it just which, knows what you we're giving off yeah responds to that yeah which makes sense why people have negative thought patterns and they just keep doing mm. it yeah because like your body kind of craves it because it's a certain yeah. frequency that it's used to yeah, yeah it's like you're planting those seeds yeah. so it ha- it's like if it's a garden if you're planting those seeds it has to produce those seeds like if i planted sunflowers <clears throat> tulips aren't gonna grow like right. it's not what's in its code it's not what's you're putting in that blueprint in the dna like if you plant a tree that tree is always gonna grow to be a tree no matter what and that that's why like the stuff we were talking about is so like again easier said than done because like some of the for example like negative thought patterns mm-hmm. can be learned due to like your environment growing up mm-hmm. and then your body is just used to negative energy constantly Absolutely. being like projected at it or then like created by yourself right so it's like and all then you can how see. do you yeah it's like a veil essentially from 
you have to create yeah, a new place. It's like essentially you're like literally create you have that. to create a new place. That's mm. a whole new paradigm. You have to. Right. And then once you create it, you have to go there by yeah. believing that mm. it's even there. That's that faith. Do you know uh, who Joe Dispenza is? Have you ever heard um, of yeah, him? I have heard um, of him. He's a neuroscientist that talks okay, just yeah. about that. Uh-huh. <clears throat> he talks about become a nobody, like strip uh-huh. your ego, everything, mm-hmm. so then you can become a somebody. Absolutely. But in order to be- become an anybody, uh-huh. uh, or in order to become a somebody, you have to become a nobody, then become an, an- anybody, so uh-huh. then you can choose the path that you want to choose. It's essentially like that ego death mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, absolutely. And also, like, your ego, up. so say you're 20 years old, like, your ego is mainly created due to like the environment which you grew up in so like yeah Yeah. like you didn't have most like up until maybe you were like 16 or 17 you started to like be able to like go hang out on your own like where you can take the car or something that's like the first chance you get to like create your own environment absolutely you don't have someone telling you what you can or can't do or who you can or can't hang out with right and so you're just constantly stuck in like a bubble yeah. Of someone else's, like, imagination. Unless you aren't. Like, so, imagine how amazing it would be if, like, parents <laughs> gave kids more freedom to just yeah, create. Yeah, because I feel like even when you do get to that point of when you start to get your own freedom, you're still essentially, I feel like, sometimes making decisions because you couldn't do something before. So you might be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do this now because I can. Or it's, like, kind of like a rebellion stage yeah. that you could go through with some of the decisions you're making. Or... You just make better decisions because, like me personally, like I saw a way my mom was, we were growing up and stuff. And I was like, I can't like live like that. So I was creating a different pathway in that way. But like either way, you're still kind of being guided based off of what your good or bad good or bad no matter what you choose. You're still having some kind of influence from your past. It's like you're building off where your parents and or if you grandparents whatever you grew up with where you're going based off of what they left off at so again it's like Mm -hmm. you can either evolve that life or you can kind of fall into Mm. that life because it's also a motivator like if you have traumas and stuff yeah it's like it gives you even more a reason to want to create an imagined cult device (laughs) 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 that that world because you're trying to get away from that fucking shit yeah for sure Yeah. yeah well well that's what like so that's the thing i think that's really like that's the crux of the situation for anyone. Mm-hmm. It's are you willing to use that as a template to learn from and do something different? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to just fall in line yeah. with what that said to yeah. do or be? That's definitely and, a victim role too. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. say because you, you, <clears throat> it's comforting being able to think like, well, I was raised this way or I didn't have anything growing up. So like, it's not my fault. Well, that's the whole victim role that you are operating off of or thinking like oh i made these mistakes in the past so i'll never be able to do this that's still a victim role of thinking that's still living in fear and not being able to get past that veil of being Mm -hmm. able to say like okay well this did happen but i can do this and then going the next step further into doing what needs to be done and figuring out how to do that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's yeah, that's some that's some fucking solid shit right there. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't even talk about this, but like you, like outside of the book and everything, mm-hmm. you do TV Milk. 
Yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Kind of fill people in on like yeah, that sure. whole side of things that you um, do? Yeah, for sure. Uh, TB Milk right now is kind of, I'm, I need to, turn, everyone keeps telling me why don't you do a podcast, but right now I just do videos. I post them on YouTube or whatever. That's just been probably not a good thing, but the comfortable way to do it. I should evolve that at this point. <laughs> I'm definitely probably there. But, <laughs> but even before that, yeah. remember in Olivia's group, we were saying yeah. that like, or you had these ideas yeah. and like, they weren't even set in motion and then you went to TV milk yeah. and now you're like again evolving yeah. that yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like sure. at one point you didn't even have TV milk yeah no definitely for sure because I was saying when the group meetings that I used to do spoken words of like three years ago right. and then I stopped doing them and then I think it was Andy you were telling me like you should just like post videos mm. every day yeah and then I just yeah. started posting my videos <laughs> every day but like then I saw it was like when I started posting those videos that I really saw what was like inside me and I could really see like wow I know so much like what can I what can I do with this like now that's where I'm at and kind of like filtering through that I mean like I did the book and everything but like I said now I want to be able to somehow start classes or start a program or whatever I mean I haven't really filtered that idea out yet but like I'm thinking about it every day so I know yeah. I'm building it you're looking for that next yeah, evolution definitely looking for that and this one's going to be such a big one that I know it's going to take longer than everything else I've done at this point so I'm really just sticking to it and everything so TB Milk right now has just been a way for people to get to know me get to know where I'm thinking and I would definitely feel like it's important because I just wrote a book and people are gonna wonder like well what does she think about like what is she doing that I can do and things like that so um I think it's definitely building my value I think it's definitely building my image um I, uh, most people who know me just know me as art. You play basketball. Yeah. If you Google my name, basketball comes up. Like that's, I mean, that's all I thought of myself at one point <laughs> was just basketball. So I think I'm just kind of creating this image. I think um, it's really important too because people who did know me when I'm younger, like I've evolved so much th from the way that I know that they know that I used to think, the way that I used to speak about things too. So that's important as well. Um, and you're and, doing it truthfully. Oh yeah, it's a hundred percent truth, a hundred percent from my heart. Everything I everything I speak about is the way that I live my life. I'm trying to shift to live my life, or I focus every day on living mm -hmm. my life. And it's important um, that people know that everything I speak about, I always talk about in a way that people know it's obtainable for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like this is not just for a certain type of person. This is not just for anybody who's lived a certain type of life. It is for everybody, and I talk about weird stuff. I talk about um, things about the mind. Um, I did a, a sex series a couple months ago just because I think people think it's weird talking about sex, and I think that like that's just an interesting thing that you know everybody should talk about. So even things that I talk about like that, I just want people to know like I'm a normal person too. Like I don't just say things to make me look a certain way like right. this is really you're not fake deep yeah no <laughs> not like this is really the way that i live my life this is the way that i talk to my son my boyfriend everybody who's around me essentially my family if i'm around friends when we go visit in staten island if somebody's like thinking a negative thing like i'm always saying like hey like here's another side mm. to think about it like you know um and that's so needed right now yeah especially in this time period because i'm starting to see a shift in our society where it's like we have all of these um collectivist ideas that are polarizing mm -hmm. because they're like certain groups and sects and yeah. like if it's religious po uh, political 
ethnic, whatever it may be, yeah. but it creates these pockets of groups. Yeah. And we need someone to Join kind of, diversity as yeah, well. yeah. Absolutely. See the bigger picture and find yeah. these universal truths mm-hmm. to link all of us together. But mm-hmm. it's weird because it's universal, but it's also singular at the same time. Right. Uh, Lex Friedman, um, he's some dude on YouTube that I listen to, mm-hmm. but he talked about this. He made a post and he was saying how like, yeah, we have these like pockets forming, but the universal truths and the singular mm-hmm. truths, like who you are subjectively, right. those things create um, a social stability uh-huh. that's very lacking in our culture right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. I mean, even if you look at any of my videos, I always somehow get to talking about how we're all one and how it's all how we all affect each other. I use the example all the time, like if you're in a bad mood and you go around people who are like at a regular normal state or they're just happy, like you're gonna affect the room, like you're gonna make them feel a certain type of way. If you start yelling at somebody, you may trigger somebody to yell back at you. So um, that's just like a basic way to see it. But we are all connected on an emotional level, on a deeper level. Even the people that we start to attract in our lives that has to do with how we see ourselves. We Mm -hmm. start to attract the events that we experience based off how we see ourselves. If we're looking, like we said at the beginning, if you're looking for opportunity, somehow opportunities they just start showing up for you because you're creating the value in your life you're creating the environment in your life for those things to even be able to vibrate towards you in the first place mm-hmm. yeah and some take a lot longer than others to Absolutely. like come to fruition mean yeah. like meaning your ability to execute on those yeah. opportunities the bigger the bigger the idea essentially the more energy that has to go into it so the longer it's going to take the more effort that has to go into it so it's like if we're looking at like making our beds that's something that's very easy that we can put energy towards it's a small task because that's already within our pattern so we're not even Mm -hmm. creating that pattern that's just fulfilling something that we've already done before so like making your tea over and over now that's just it's not hard anymore because you've Mm -hmm. done the work on that so now you're just copying a pattern that you've already created but when you go into creating something now bigger now you have to put all that new energy in and i feel like even that stops people at some point because the energy that you have to give it never stops like mm-hmm. you create one thing and then like you may get to a point where you're, you may feel tired for a little bit because you just put all that energy in and now you're thinking like oh i gotta do this again but that's why what you're creating has to be in your heart. It has to be a passion. It can't just be for money because that's just not, that's not just, it's not, it's not like something that creates a feeling within you. Like, like and it's like, uh, if you think of energy waves, yeah, money is like a box that like encapsulates those energy waves. Yeah. But like when you think spiritually or like yeah. bigger picture, it like opens those walls Absolutely. and now it's like limitless in a sense and you can tap into that life energy that we're talking about too for sure and when you do have those thoughts every day and you do eventually see what you're thinking like that is just the most satisfying thing i've ever experienced in my life like really just nuts really really crazy i think like the the biggest one was when i created my son just Mm -hmm. being able to hold him and just like seeing him for nine months in my head in my head and then like watching him grow and grow and grow and then him being here like that's all thought process now it's really that's really crazy like it's nuts that to even think about i was talking to my cousin about this the other day like 
your body's also always thinking for you, thinking about things that you don't even think you are like, because obviously there was in moments that I was like not thinking about making my son, but my son was still being made, you know what I mean? So like, that's really crazy too. So I don't have to think like every day, like, oh, today I have to make his kidneys. Like today I'm making his ears. Like it's just happening. There's something bigger than me. There's a a knowledge within me Mm -hmm. that's already manifesting that as well. So that's Mm -hmm. really crazy too. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes people don't realize that it's a lot easier than they think it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah. They spend a lot more energy, like, being frustrated that they're like, oh, why isn't this happening? And I have to work harder. I have to grind harder, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. like, nah, maybe if you no. just try a little bit less. Yeah, like, and just relax a Yeah, just so I can, like, chill. Yeah, like, or just enjoy yeah, life. You have to enjoy life. You have to – I think it's such a big thing to remember, too. Like, you have to love your life for everything you have before you can even get all the things that you think that mm. you need. Live a life of abundance. Yeah, because if you see like, oh, I love my car, I love this car, I love this car, somehow you're going to attract what you need to maybe get a better car. Like, you loved your apartment and then somehow you freaking got this huge thing going on and yeah. now it's like, <laughs> it, it's just like an elevated manifestation of where you already were. Like, and that's how life really works. And if you are thinking of abundance, you're 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 building off of what you already have instead of destroying what you already have in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think people maybe need to look more inward mm-hmm. to figure out what skills they uh, their personality is lending themselves to Absolutely. to build off of the skills that you're given mm-hmm. instead of like looking externally to you and what you could be doing and right. all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, it's just you gotta. You got to talk to yourself in a way. Yeah, no, it's really important. Uh, create Einstein that commu- that, that relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Einstein yeah. said that uh, intelligent people they talk to themselves. You gotta yeah. be kind to yourself. Yeah, like yes. internally. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Getting rid of like self-deprecating thoughts and things. Hard, Again, yeah. like easier said than done. Like, yeah. no, it is. Some I, people have like extenuating circumstances that cause those thoughts to like, uh, what's the word? Manifest. Well, not necessarily. Well, yes, manifest, but like uh, linger. Yeah. Uh, because okay. like, for whatever reason, like that, those thoughts the continue. Put yeah. it in us. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. They're convinced that, like, yeah, they're ruined or whatever yeah. because of something that happens to them. But, you know, like, it's not true. It's just, like, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But like, No, no, I definitely, yeah. I definitely agree because, I mean, I've even spent my fair share of time thinking, like, oh, these people don't like me. Like, I can't do this because I've done that or, like, whatever. And not realizing that I may be thinking that about something externally, but... My subconscious doesn't know whether I'm talking about myself or that other person. It just thinks I'm talking about me. So that's what I'm creating within myself. And that's all I'm going to see. But like, I noticed at one point that like, I thought that people didn't like me. So I just had like this, like, shield up whenever I talk to people. So like, no, I didn't realize I was giving off this like weird energy towards people. And then until I clicked it off and now I'm like getting along with everybody Mm because I'm just like, have this more of an open energy. Like I have accepting oh, energy so now yeah. I'm it was like, actually you that was yeah creating it was the me environment yeah then. but i was blaming everything outside mm. of me until i saw that okay like this energy i'm creating towards other people yeah thinking what i'm thinking is what's called it causing the shield in the first yeah. place 
and then only I had the power to lift that shield. I had out. I, yeah. I had a friend be like ask me, um, like, oh, does so and so like not like me or something? <laughs> yeah. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, why do you feel that way? And uh-huh. they're like, I don't know. I just think like they said this like one day like three weeks ago, whatever. <laughs> and I think that they just like don't like me anymore. Blah yeah. blah. And I'm like, okay, that was one instance. Yeah. Like. So you're like convincing yourself from this one experience. from this one instance that now this person like hates your guts. Yeah, and it's like and that person could have said that thing maybe because they were experiencing something that right. day and we're just projecting. Yeah, yeah, and it's like maybe that was just a one time thing and it's just a misunderstanding. Yeah, and like use your communication skills to figure it out instead yeah. of like speculating for sure about what could or couldn't be yeah because you're just gonna be lost in that speculation forever yeah it's just a waste like i've been talking a lot this has been like a big theme in the last couple months for me um just that speculation of any sort is a waste of energy yeah no it absolutely Mm -hmm. it definitely is so what do you recommend just focus on things that you know you can control Control. yeah (laughs) yeah because i mean if somebody doesn't like you per se like there's nothing you can really do to make that person like you if they don't actually like you like all you can do is keep being yourself and eventually if you keep being yourself it's either going to push that person away anyways or maybe they will find a common ground with you you right so keep doing it but like instead of instead of being self-deprecating or just pounding your head against a brick wall you could like (laughs) be doing ten thousand other things and then that problem will cease to be a problem because yeah. you'll stop thinking about it altogether. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just got to always like yourself because you can't be thinking of who likes you and who doesn't like you. Cause at the end of the day, if you like you, that's all that matters. And then everybody else is just extra. Like, yeah. You and just it, happen to be an extra like, cause I already like me. So right. like, the way cool. I see it is like, for example, like I had like a relationship in the last few months, like, and, and, it sucked and like I spent like initially I was like oh this sucks like why do they not feel the same way about me x y or z but then at the same time it's like well I like me right and it's kind of like it's their loss right they don't feel that way and they don't want me around then whatever like okay my energy can go to someone else or somewhere else it doesn't you know like whatever yeah that's probably a big one there's no reason biggest one people deal with. yeah there's no reason to to blast your energy at trying to fix something that might not ever be able to be fixed or whatever trying to understand something that's not even supposed to be understood yeah yeah just like whatever like even if for example, you knew all the reasons why something that, that like relationship ended, for example, it's like, is that going to change the outcome? Right. Right. Probably not. You can't force them. Right. It's not like, it's not like it's going to undo whatever things cause them to feel that way. So it's just like, it's probably better to just like move on and, and just move each day forward, trying to just be a better person and hoping that the next person that comes around your life like that doesn't happen yeah whatever i think that definitely the biggest energy drain is either getting caught in your past or getting caught in your future maybe in the what ifs or shoulda woulda couldas or thinking too much of how the future should be and then you forget to be in the moment that's very buddhist yeah yeah and that's what like sitting with your yeah that's what like meditation like absolutely people have been telling me yeah like 
people have been telling me that me saying that speculation is a waste of energy is a very Buddhist mindset. Yeah. And I didn't like realize that cause I don't like subscribe to like any <laughs> like specific religion. Yeah. I just yeah. kind of just find my own like i feel like my belief set is kind of just a conglomerate of a bunch of like themes from yeah. a bunch of different things I and i like omnimism or something yeah. like that so yeah <laughs> i just i i'm just one to not i just don't like labels yeah because i feel like it puts you in a box oh yeah I agree. and it i like to be you. ambiguous about mm-hmm. like how i go about life mm-hmm. well at the end of the day they're all trying to help you through life so yeah. if you can focus yeah. on the reason why they exist rather than then, like, the books and like you. certain kind yeah. of details of what they say. Yeah, for sure. Even like when people talk about sports, like you have some people who are like, I like this team, I like this team. And other people are like, I just kind of like, like the sport. sport. Yeah, like I don't care. Yeah. Like I like a bunch of different players and they play yeah. for a bunch of different teams. That's so like, kind of what I'm at these days. I don't like a specific team anymore. I just like well, you, flick it on. So like you notice it. how you <laughs> yeah, like obviously there's it's good fun to an extent like with the whole like rivalry thing yeah oh i'm a red sox fan you're a yankees fan so we're supposed to hate each other or whatever and people (laughs) yeah i i like the red sox and yankees fans will always be like oh like i guess i can tolerate you or but you know like they say these things and i don't think like i don't take it wrong but it's just like it's a waste of energy. It it's is. Even like, it's like, yeah. it's a fucking sport. Like, who yeah. actually cares? Like, you don't <laughs> even own the team or play for them. Yeah, it's like, I, I actually don't care that you like the Yankees yeah. at all. Like, I just like, I just happen to like going yeah. to watch their games or whatever. Just it's weird. People, whatever. I think people really do just like reasons not to like something. Like, they find yeah. a high in that. Just like, not like, I don't like you because you believe this or you believe that. Like. I think that's what, like you said before, a lot of war comes from just thinking that somebody's beliefs are better than somebody else's. Like, but people like that. It's like war is like internalized within us in a way, no matter. Yeah. Well, it's the reflection I'm, of the ego. Yeah. So if someone is that that lower yourself. violation, yeah. lower vibration, vibration <laughs> violation, then they're gonna put. Uh, I can't talk anymore. Portray. Project that onto the world. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, thought, I mean, everything, like, entropy, like, everything Mm -hmm. leads to just, like, chaos. So, like... That's true. It takes work to, like, have self-development. Yeah. To keep that energy maintained. Directed to to a source. And that's why I think, like, war is a very... It's seen throughout history of humankind because Mm -hmm. it's just easier Mm -hmm. than, like, maintaining... Yeah. A, like a civility yeah. in in thought. It's yeah. just like not nah, fuck it. Yeah. I don't like that thing. Ah, just like fucking <laughs> running at someone with yeah. a weapon or something. You know, yeah, no. like it's just easier to just like unleash your like rage as opposed to being yeah. like hold it in, just be a better human, yeah, and like That's build upon definitely it. Definitely an evolution though of the mind because it's built into the collective conscious and it has been since since the um, time like civilization first started coming up and when we first started to build places and we didn't have to be nomadic we didn't have to travel anymore people started specializing in things and they started categorizing who was better in society based off who had more things and who had a bigger house Mm -hmm. and that happened at the brink of when we first started becoming more than just primitive and we right. started to evolve into more of a creative being, but it's been around since that time. So now we live based off of that, even now today, because there's, we see 
people who are up here at a higher standard than people that are down here, but there are people who are down here that do more than people who are up here. I'm talking about in the money sense. So mm -hmm. breaking, that's why I feel like it is breaking right now because we are seeing that. We are seeing that people do a lot in society and things like that who don't really have much. There are people who do care, who are built, mm -hmm. just growing trees because the environment is dying. There's people who are cleaning up the oceans. like. All of those things I think are part of what is helping the collective shift too on our way of thinking of what is better in society in a sense. It's democratizing. Yeah. It. yeah e even with sure. social media, like now everyone has, as long as they have a phone, yeah. they have access to create. Absolutely. And get their voice heard. Absolutely. I definitely do feel like there's a balance of that having access to certain things, like maybe not being able to like ride on a yacht every day, but yeah. Being able to have access to being able to make videos and you know there's people who like you said before become millionaires off of freaking TikTok mm. and everybody can use TikTok you know what I mean um, before like like even if you look at movies and stuff a lot of actors and actresses are just kids of who are already in there so like that world is kind of already built in a sense so yeah I definitely I don't know I definitely do feel like the world is having awakening and this is happening and I do feel like that's why there's more people who believe in equality on all aspects whether it has to do with feminine feminine and masculine or it's a racial thing or it's a religious thing I feel like our generation more than ever like doesn't give a shit like if you want to be with a guy and you're a guy like go ahead and do that like get married like that's something yeah. that was passed what only like five or six years ago like that's new but that's some that's a, that's a huge thing like you know i mean even people being transgender or whatever like i know i don't give a shit like i don't care what people are doing like i just don't involve my mind yeah. in that like you're happy you're happy like i feel like all of those things are just a huge symbolism though of how we are progressing in the mind and everything yeah and what and what you just said is it like piggybacks off what i said before about like mm -hmm. Spend your time focusing your energy things. on things you can control Absolutely. and not on like, like me getting like, not that I feel this way, but like someone, I should say, like someone who disagrees with transgenderism or being gay, it's like they're blasting their energy yeah. at something that ultimately they can't control yeah, unless exactly. they go to the fucking extreme and like kill someone over it, Yeah, for sure. which like people do, but that comes to that like war yeah, mindset. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just like. Yeah. They don't have the, the, like, it's funny because it's like, you want to control so bad that you lose control. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you have control uh -huh. and that control is Within focus yourself. it on something else. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's, yeah. like, it's ironic. Yeah, but they lose control on the outside because they are losing control within themselves. So it's, it's like, oh, like we said before, yeah. it's all connected. Yeah. And everything you're experiencing on the outside is what is happening on the inside. Yeah. So you as an individual, venturing out into the world, um, <laughs> you have these big, crazy visions. Yeah. Um, what do you personally want to uh, have? You personally, what kind of impact do you want to have on humanity? What kind of impact do I want to have on humanity? I want everybody to be able to see how powerful their thoughts are. I think I want everybody to take control of their own life. I want them to create the worlds that they want to create rather than their surroundings create for them. Mm. I want their environment to be a reflection of themselves, you know, and because I feel like that's where happiness comes from. 
when you're really creating the world that you want to create, when you're not feeling like things outside you are in control, I feel like my goal is for everybody to find freedom because I feel like that's what everybody is essentially searching for. Because even when we were saying before, like we want to have stability in our lives, that's still a part of you and your subconscious mind searching for freedom, you know? Mm. Um, whether that's people focusing their energy on believing in a certain right, that's a part of them in a way reflecting the fact that they just want freedom. Either Whether they're focused on the big picture of what freedom actually is, which is mental, or they're focusing on it in a smaller sense because that's where their capacity of their mind is at, mm -hmm. it's still a sense of freedom. Mm -hmm. And um, So would you say that's one of your biggest human values yeah, then, is freedom? Ab absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No matter what way people project that in, um, whether that whether that may be at the moment that you think it's going to school or having a dog or you know being able to own a car like those are all still small aspects of freedom yeah but on a grander scale the freedom that you're looking for is in within yourself freedom from the negativity freedom from that internal war freedom from the the not being okay with not knowing because that can really kill you mentally yeah. too because mm -hmm. there comes a time where you have to be okay with the void you have to be okay with not knowing because if you're okay with the not knowing you're gonna get to where you want to go because you're no longer negating anything with your thoughts because soon as as soon as you think of those thoughts of i'm not going to be able to get there or, i don't know how to get there you're putting up those walls but yeah. when you have the thoughts of I may not know how to get there right now, but I know I'm going to get there. You're still leaving that gate open for you to be able to create to get there. Mm. So I would definitely say it's freedom. Yeah. And that I want everybody to know that freedom is capable for everybody, no matter where you are. Like, that's the biggest thing, too, because some people look around and they're like, well, I was raised this way, so I'm never going to be able to be free. But that's not true. Your freedom is within is within whether some people have an easier access to that freedom or not, you know, it's still there. And given that um, this message that you're spreading mm -hmm. is to humans, um, we ask this for everyone that's mm -hmm. on the podcast, uh -huh. but uh, essentially what do you think being human is all about? What do you think being human means? Um, I would definitely say there's a huge difference between being human or being a human being mm. that is being in this world that is creating for this world i think being a human being is thinking beyond yourself is thinking what can i do for other people but of course you have to go within first so that you can heal but your healing has to be bigger than just for you your healing has to be for not just you but knowing that i have to heal because i know i affect everybody else because that's essentially that's where mine, I think, originally triggered because I didn't want to be the person that made other people feel bad or I wasn't inspiring other people or like I wasn't listening to other people. I always wanted I wanted to be that person that could help other people feel good. Like every time I, I'm around somebody, I'm, I want them to feel good when they leave me. That's the impression that I want to leave. So essentially, all of my work isn't for me. Like even for my son, I want to be able to him to know that he can create anything. I want him to know that he has access to the world if that's what he chooses. So all of that stuff is beyond me. Mm -hmm. And 
And even bigger than that, like, I'm just grateful for the fact that I'm even here and alive. So that's even bigger than what I can do for people outside of me. That's being grateful for whatever created this place so that I could even be here to begin with. So I'd so say- your strength comes from that willingness of wanting to help others. Yes, absolutely. And, and then also being grateful for whatever put us here. But I feel like that's the main energy behind all of it. Yeah, yeah, because that's my faith. And without the faith, I wouldn't have been able to do any of it. I wouldn't have been able to get through the thoughts. I wouldn't even been able to want to help others to begin with. I think that my faith was the faith and love that comes from that is what just really pushes me through every day. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know we talked a lot about like things that you're kind of like with your book and everything, but mm-hmm. do you have any like exciting things coming up, like uh, plans for the next? I know like COVID kind of puts <laughs> a lot of, you know, yeah. strain on everyone's like yeah. goals right now. But I guess like what stuff are you trying to work towards now? Um, besides getting whatever I'm going to do with the videos next, um, we're working together, like I told you, with the foundation called Voices Heard out in Staten Island. Everything did get pushed back. We were supposed to do two more events at the Boys and Girls Club, and we were supposed to do a few events out in Staten Island. So everything's really on hold right now because what we do is events. So, I mean, we're not really allowed yeah. to gather right now. But, I mean, we are still working on everything, progressing everything. Um, we're working on building the team out there. Um can you do digital events by any chance, or have um, you? My brothers talked to me about that, but I don't. I don't really know how we would go about doing that right now, just because of the demographic of people that we're working with. I don't. They don't really all have access to. I mean, maybe through the phones, but we would have to definitely see yeah. and work on that. Um, I know our partners right now on Staten Island. They have another foundation called the Royal Bias. And they just signed um, an artist, and he's doing really good right now. All his music just got put up, and uh, they just did a few articles about him out there. His name's Glenchy. Um, awesome. So that's really cool. to. That's more of their stuff out there, but just to be a part of that, that's still part of our team and everything. So to see them doing good and everything, that's really, really, really cool. But we're always working on ideas for when things go back to normal. I was just talking to um, Javon about possibly doing a winter basketball tournament so hopefully fingers crossed we'll be able to get to do that if everything goes back to some type of normal by then uh so i'm really hoping that can go through but if not for october whenever we can get things going again but those things are all planned out the money has been set aside because we were supposed to do another back to school event for the kids we were supposed to have another event in february um so it's all it's all on hold right now yeah, well, I, granted, I don't know, like, the state of the economy and everything after this, <laughs> but I will say that, like, it does sound like there is a light at the end of the tunnel coming sooner oh, than we think. Absolutely. Um, which I think it's just funny that people thought this was going to last, we'll like, see. a month. Yeah, I, I know. I think this it's going to get really worse crazy. than it's going to get better well, i think it is getting worse right now what i mean is that at least like when it comes to like the virus side of things yeah. that yeah. that will that will end at some point oh yeah no it's definitely um, going to at some point that's that's not a doubt in my so mind. but yeah but yeah but it's good that you at least like have plans yeah no yes yeah. i definitely want to start working on the marketing of my book and everything hopefully i mean like i don't know if school's starting but i wanted to hopefully 
get with some schools. One minute! Get with some programs or whatever like that. That's definitely my next focus for the book, just so I can start doing all that. But, yeah. And then um, for anyone out there that's trying to get um, connected with you Mm -hmm. over social, uh, what profiles do you have out there? um, Um, I use Instagram and I don't really, I have Facebook. I don't really use Facebook, but I mean, I have email too. My email is just t.b.milk at gmail. Um, that's tea, like as in like matcha tea <laughs> that you can drink. Um, and my Instagram is this is Ariel A R R I E L L. Actually, I've been going back and forth with that and leaving it at TV Milk. That's just been a real like back and forth in my mind right now. With your ads, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, just because when I release the book, like it has my name on it, so I don't know. I haven't really decided yet. Well, maybe your handle could be the TB Milk, but yeah. then in your profile, you can still get searched through that. And yeah. You can have your reg- Have your the regular name. thing underneath. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that too. I've, I don't know if you've noticed, but literally, like, I really <laughs> think it's like one or the other. But I definitely want to get the yoga going back up too. I'm in the middle of getting certified for that. So. Oh, quick question. Yeah. What kind of yoga do you do? Um, I do it all right now. I do it all right now. I work like, on uh, asana. They call hatha is like all of it. Yeah, right? yeah, hatha is all of it. Um, asana is like one mm-hmm. of my favorites. It's more internalized. It's meditating. Slow. Sitting. Yeah, it's, it's slower. I mean, for myself, I love it all. But for teaching wise, that. Um, but I'm in the middle of getting certified right now. So, um, once the gym opens back up too, I'll be starting my classes again there. Sure, That's yeah. over on East Tap Road. Yo, oh yoga or uh, no Dharma? it's uh, Savage Kingdom oh, it's okay. Apex it's Apex gym uh, mm-hmm. we actually teach uh, athletes and stuff do you know well. uh, Thrilla uh, Bill O'Brien no no okay no. never mind he was on the podcast I'm pretty sure maybe his company's called like Apex Nutrition I think uh, he's the one in the mall then Apex that oh Apex. there's multiple different okay yeah that's why well I think they we did set, they did uh, Apex at first, but because there was one in the mall, people kept thinking mm-hmm. that was them. So they have like a yeah. Savage Kingdom now. Oh, okay. But yeah. if you look online, it says Apex. Okay. Yeah. So Weird. they're all named conflicts with their names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they good name. That yeah, was a good that name. name. It's a good name. Yeah. Cool. Um, if you want any last words to the people before we sign off, do you have any? Um, Words of wisdom or anything. Yeah. There's so many words. There's so many words. We've already spoke all of the words. Um, stay magic cultivating for one, because that's really important, you know. Yeah, magic cultivating. <laughs> we should make a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a meme. Yeah. Yeah. The video should be hashtag. <laughs> right. But yeah, always keep creating, no matter what, even the obstacles that pop up, because those are supposed to be there. And if you feel like you're unlucky, because obstacles are popping up I always feel like the closer I get to where I'm going the more obstacles that are happening so that's just a sign for me that I'm on the right track you know if, mm-hmm. if nothing's happening in my life then I'm not doing enough you know um building is supposed to be hard you know that when they build skyscrapers outside like it's not done overnight there's many mm-hmm. layers to it as well it's not just the outside there's many things right. underneath it just like Everything that we create, if it's important enough, it's big enough, there's going to be many layers of it, and then we finally get yeah. to see it. So just to keep going. Focus like on the... Nemo, just keep going. Just focus on the layers and not the end product. Yes, it's the layers. It's really the journey. I mean, this that's this is really Buddhist, too, but to 
focus on the journey of where you're going because if you're just focused on the end once you get to the end it's, you miss all the good stuff yeah and it's yeah. over then it's over exactly <laughs> yeah. and then it's like okay now you appreciate the experience the yeah definitely be in the moment that's a huge one too just to take your moments because even if you had a bad beginning of your day like if you can just stay in the moment for 10 minutes like you can realize okay like i'm really creating how i'm feeling like i can stop that feeling and create a new one so your moments your moments yeah yeah well yeah. said yeah. word all right well, we're gonna sign Thank off you guys signing off Appreciate in you. three <laughs> two one so there you have it thanks again for tuning in to bindalism a philosophy to self-sufficient lifestyle be sure to explore other episodes of Bindalism on our Spotify and Apple podcast. You can find more Boho Hobo stuff on Instagram and Twitter at Boho underscore Hobo underscore, as well as on our Facebook page at Boho Hobo Lifestyle. It'd also be dope if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Our YouTube channel has more episodes from Bindalism in video form, along with other random shenanigans that we're up to. We're constantly filming new experiences, so it's one way you guys can stay up to date with us in our journey. So yeah, I guess that's it for now. Until next time, peace.